today on the program. Now the whole world's going to know that you died scratching my balls. It's Casino Royale. Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, <laughs> Welcome to the rewatch party, everybody. Yeah. I'm your host, Nick. Joining me, as always, are the Gordons and Vodka to my Vesper, Los and Brandon. The name's Bond. James Bond. Oh, I'm sorry. I introduced you wrong. That's right, Nick. <laughs> I'm here. I'm James Bond. No, Bond. James Bond. Yes, my name. My first name is Bond as well. This James. Yeah, Bond. just James like the, James. the writer last week, who was what Bruno something. Bruno, like he had the the first name, last name, first name thing going on. Ooh, I, don't uh, I don't remember that. I was not in the last episode. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm Bond James. John Bond James Bond. I'm John Bond Jambo. Wait, what? Bond John Bovi. John Bond Jovi. I'm James Bond Jovi. Chuck oh, Mangione. Wow. Chuck Mangione. <laughs> I'm James Mangione. You know, I've never trusted John Bon Jovi since he's saying, whoa, we're halfway there, one minute into a three and a half minute song. <laughs> was it half minute? Uh, was it a uh, halfway When he, when he hit that first chorus? It oh. wasn't halfway through. It was well at the beginning. Mm. Fucking life. He's from Jersey. What do you expect? You can't trust the he Jersey He was guy. living on a prayer, though. Uh, he was. I mean, I don't think that pays well. It, it did for him. Yeah. <laughs> it did for him. Those golden locks of his. As we said. He's got the money. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm the, the money. The, Who are you? I'm the want, money. We want the money, Lebowski. Fucking right. money. Where's the fucking money, shithead? So as we said up top, today we are talking about Casino Royale. It's from 2006. It's written by Paul Haggis, which... Sucks to have a last name Haggis because of that, you know, that food dish. You guys know Haggis? Like intestines, sheep intestines? Uh, it's like, uh, I mean, it's just disgusting. It's, like, it's what, like all entrails what, and what then we, stuffed in the stomach. What we say that hot dogs are, right? Like lips and nipples and assholes. Yeah. But then, yeah, cooked up in the stomach lining. <laughs> so one step above. Uh, or below, depending Depends on how you're rating it. <laughs> yeah, so it sucks to have that as a last name, Paul. And then when uh, you cut it open, like you get this ball, it's like... And it, then you cut it, and then just this nasty, shit-smelling, steamy dish of shit. That'll put hair on your chest. Ugh, or melt it off. Um, but Paul Haggis does have quite an impressive writing resume. Um, the only thing that I saw, I didn't scroll through the whole thing because it was a long one, but I saw he did Million, million Dollar Baby. Okay. Which... He wrote it or directed it? Well, it was one of the writers. Oh, one worked, of the Worked on it. Uh, fucking fantastic movie. We'll be in the rewatch. Okay. I don't know if you guys have seen that yet, but you will eventually. All right. Uh, then we have Robert Wade. Robert, Robert Wade. Wade, who worked on uh, pretty much anything. Bob. Bob. Bob, <laughs> Bob Wade. No, I didn't. That didn't work as well. 
Uh, but he is sort of a Bob Gale because he has been milking anything involving Bond since Pierce Brosnan took over in like the 90s. He's been his fingers in Robert that pie. Robert Wade has been fingering that pie. He's been stirring the marquee <laughs> he, with that finger. He's been milking that teat. Yes, for sure. He's been shaking that martini. Shaking it, not stirring for sure. Yeah. And then we get Neil Purvis. Uh, Purvis. Yeah. He's <laughs> what a fucking Purvis. Uh, exact, exact same writing credits as Robert Wade. It's almost like they just work on everything together. Ah. Like Joel and Ethan Cohen, maybe, but less cool. There were a couple Mount Gay and Cokes. <clears throat> I'll be here all day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that is what we're drinking, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, and then of course the character of James Bond, the fictional literary hero of Bond, James Bond, was written by Ian Fleming. So he always gets credit in all of these things. Didn't he write the um, the music as well uh, for, or at least the, I guess, the theme song? Dun, dun, or no, that's Mission Impossible. But, yeah, James that Bond one, theme. That one. Uh, I did not hear that he wrote that. No. I don't know. I do know that the the guy who played that guitar part, obviously super signature guitar part, did it on like one of the earliest prototype Fenders. Really? Like super, super early Fender. And then he was on an episode of Pawn Stars to sell that guitar. <laughs> the guitar. Really? It was like one of the, it was like the Model T of fucking electric guitars. And he's trying to sell it. And I don't remember what they had, but knowing Pawn Star was probably like, eh, best I can do is five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> best I can do. Take five it bucks it. and here's a bag of pubes. <laughs> or some stupid shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, he tried to pawn it. Uh, I'm sure, I mean, some of that show, because they got so big, a lot of that had to be like just set up for the sake of having oh, for something sure. for the episode. Something outrageous. Because even everything reality TV is scripted and somehow. Like, it- this guy has so many royalties from James Bond that's been going on since 1960, whenever the first one came out. And every time that song is played or bought as a ringtone or fucking anything, he gets a fucking check. He's not hurting enough to sell that guitar. Not only that, if he is hurting, I'm sure he has at least 10 other guitars he would sell before that one. <laughs> anyway. Let's see. You got it called up? Hendrix play a white early 60s uh, Stratocaster, but he right. played it upside down. <laughs> it's in pretty damn good shape. So where did you get this thing? This guitar's been with me for years. I've worked on records with uh, Nancy Sinatra and Petula Clark, Tom Jones. It's not unusual. All right. That's a guitar so from It's Not Unusual? The same panty dropper the same right James there. Bond. Did you play panty with droppers. The lore. I, I did. Well, I mean, I was part of the of Herman's Hermits. Do you, do you know? Yeah, I've heard of Herman's oh, Hermits. And Herman's yeah, Hermits. Okay, with the silhouette, <laughs> if you hear the silhouette. You can see Rick is so just like so. Like, yeah, oh, he's like, oh. he is he is splooshing right now. The pawn shop guy is splooshing. But then I bet they, can, ah, I wish we could just fast forward to that part where we just hear him offer him like toenail clippings or whatever. Yeah, let me see here. <laughs> whatever jack shit nothing they always offer. He brings people. in he brings in the the Oh yeah. the pro, the Oh, expert. I'm going to have to bring in someone to verify easily easily 60 70,000. 
This is cool. This is like beyond. Ten thousand, best I can do. Yeah, but then he's like, motherfucker. Eric Clapton All got right. two hundred and fifty thousand um, for fucking Blackie. That was the seventies. This. He's offering him fifty G's for it. Fifty? That ain't bad. Cash. I'm looking more towards the seventy, maybe. <laughs> he said sixty to seventy. It's yeah, but he's got to make some money. I mean, you're yeah, but you you played on all of those things, and you're in Hermes. Like your royalty checks are more than what people make in a year, buddy. What are you fucking even worried about? Unless he only got studio credit, like they gave him they gave him fifty dollars for the session. Well, they maybe just gave him royalties. They could have given him just lump sum up front. If he was an actual member of Herman's Hermits, then he could still be getting royalties. But if he was a session guy. No, nope. he's paid up front. You get paid it. up front. Oh, he bought it for yeah. fifty-five okay. bucks. So he What's took. I mean, fifty-five, fifty-five, fifty-five bucks, <laughs> seventy thousand dollars. The best I can do is fifty-five bucks. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there's the guitar from the iconic uh, uh, James Bond theme song. Uh, directed this movie. Back to it. Uh, directed by Martin Campbell. Martin Campbell. Martin Campbell. Famous Martin Campbell. Famous. Uh, of the has, soup, has the soup soups, yeah. yeah. Soup. Also, uh, he was that guy from the British office, and he was in the Hobbit movies. And Nope. Nope, not different Martin Campbell. Got it. Okay. Oh, yeah, I was thinking of a whole different Martin. <laughs> He's the man. Definitely not the same Martin Campbell. Uh, but he was the famed auteur of Legend of Zorro. Oh, really? Also, Mask of Zorro. Oh. Also. <laughs> <laughs> Also, uh, son of Zorro. Also, who the fuck is Zorro? Um, no, he did do GoldenEye to bring up Pierce Brosnan's Bond again. Um, he also did No Escape, which is on the rewatch wish list. Ah. Uh, there are multiple movies called No Escape, but the one in question here is Ray Liotta, you know, from Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. This is him being an action star, and it's basically they take all convicts and throw them on an island, and you just got to survive on an island of nothing but criminals and murderers. <laughs> So, and it's Ray Liotta running around with guns, fucking doing crazy action movie shit. And it's awesome as fuck. Uh, the DVD is currently $70, so we will not Jesus. be having that anytime soon. Why so much? For a standard definition DVD! What the fuck? Why is it fucking $70? I guess it's that rare. I don't know. But I'm not paying it. The the PirateBay.com. Yeah. Fucking rules, but we ain't Damn. getting that anytime soon. Uh, then, lastly, on Martin Campbell's resume, I'm sure his shining moment, proudest accomplishment, the Green Lantern. The Green Lantern? The Ryan Reynolds oh, fucking right. about, that even he's made fun of like at least five times each Deadpool movie. That terrible-ass Green Lantern movie. So, moving on. Now, we open with the MGM Lion. Uh, Gives uh, you the three roars. Makes, that means you have to start Dark Side of the Moon, right? On the second roar. Third. Oh, it's the third? It's the I third thought it was the third one. Yeah, right. Oh, third one. That's right why as it, it never worked for me. Right as it and right as it wraps up. Uh, like right as the roar's dying out. That's when you hit play. We took right. pride in our and production our- company logos. Yeah. And And when that meant you were supposed to start a Pink Floyd album. It was Dark Side for Wizard of Oz. It was the wall for Casino Royale. It was Wish You Were Here, oddly enough. Paired up with Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I don't know how that worked out. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Man? <laughs> I'm the Universal guy, man. I've been here since day one. Uh, so what also, the hell is this? I don't, I, I don't know what you're, what your clips are saying. You can't hear him. 
not a little too low. I'm gonna have to re. Uh, uh, but also, the, every time I see the MGM line, it makes me think of Rocky because I watched Rocky at least four million times growing up. So <laughs> I always get that. And then there's the Columbia lady. You know, Columbia uh, movies. Right. Mm-hmm. The the sort of uh, Statue of Liberty esque. I guess she's holding a little lamp up. Yeah, yeah. Statue. I think it's supposed to be the Statue of Liberty. It. I mean, it's not. She doesn't have the crown. She's not holding the book. Oh, right. She's got like the white flowing robe, so this it probably is like an actual character from uh, a mythology, and I just am that uneducated and don't know, but Columbia Lady. So, our opening scene, to finally start this movie, we get Bond, Daniel Craig, in his first foray into James Bond, right? Uh, for Daniel Craig, as we meet him, he was first... Uh, we know him from like that that first Tomb Raider movie. If anybody watched that, he was in Road to Perdition with Tom Hanks that I never saw. Uh, a lot of stuff that I've heard of, but never really saw. But uh, he was in a movie called Layer Cake. If you ever saw Layer Cake, where he was like sort of wrapped up in drug trade, doing crazy shit. That was the role that they were like, "Oh, that guy could play James Bond." Daniel Craig is that kid from Shameless, right? Mm, He's the uh, the lip. He plays lip. The 17-year-old? Yeah, but that... Ah, fuck, whoever that actor is that plays Lip could portray Daniel like Craig. Like a young... like If, they, if they did a Daniel Craig biography, for the sure. Nose, the oh, the yeah. piercing blue eyes. Yeah, absolutely. They're Yeah. I see it. All right. I wouldn't have put that together, but well done, sir. Yeah. Fun um, fact. Fun fact. The Columbia Pictures logo, yes. Columbia Lady, um, is a personification of the United States. That's what they... How it to be? It goes into a whole thing of the different symbology. We're not gonna. We don't have. Okay, to. but yeah, she's holding a lamp and wearing a white robe, and that means United States. Everybody, well, that's that's their intention. Okay, well, they're trying to represent it, and that's that's what they're doing. Good for them. Good for them. So anyway, Layer Cake got Daniel Craig the role of Bond. Uh, this was his first one since then. He's been four more times as Bond, and then he was in the Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, which was awesome. Uh, Knives Out, fucking awesome movie. Uh, so cool. Dan- Daniel Craig been doing good since Bond. So he's sitting in this office, right, hanging out in the dark, and this guy named Dryden comes. We see Dryden go into the building, up the elevator, kind of do his whole thing. Middle of the night, he's going into his office for some reason that doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, but he comes in. Uh, Dryden is played by Malcolm Sinclair. He's in V for Vendetta and 68 other things I have never, ever fucking heard of. A lot of these English actors yeah. have a bunch of movies we've never heard of in America. Yeah. yeah. So. Because their movies suck. Let's just put it out there. If they were so good, we'd hear them about it. Heard of Monty Python before? Well, it wasn't released in America, now was it? <laughs> Why didn't I hear about these 67 Dev- credits of yours? Yeah. Why? You- well, you, I haven't for, heard. you didn't do it for the love. That's right. You know, we'll, we wait until America remakes it better, and then we'll watch That's it. Right. Yeah. Um, So Bond is like, hey, M doesn't mind if you make money on the side, dude. That's not, that's not our problem here. But we prefer that it's not from selling secrets. Oh. And, and then he's like, well, why didn't M send a double O? As, as secretary of... If Em was so sure I was bent, she'd have sent a double O. Benefits of being section chief. I'd never anyone have been permitted a double O status. No. Status. Your file shows no kills. 
no kills. It takes two. It takes it. two kills to become a double O. So the so the zeros stand for their kills then. I guess. <laughs> but then I mean eventually it'd be oh 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 seven. Like like the teardrop tattoos. Um so anyway, it takes two kills and Bond doesn't have any, but then we get like this is kind of cut with him doing a bathroom fight. Because it's early 2000 action movie. We love bathroom fights. Fucking love them. Well, it's, it's black and white, which kind of implies yeah. it's a flashback. Yes, correct. And so then it puts together, uh, Dryden puts together like, oh, you got my contact. How did he die? And Bond's like, not well. And then it comes <laughs> to, like they're crashing through stall doors, <laughs> fucking slamming heads down and tearing sinks out of the walls. I mean, it is a brutal fight. Who like, does number two work for? <laughs> you show that turn to the boss. <laughs> uh, but like I said, this Bond is not suave. He's not smooth. He is not a very well-trained fighter. He is just a brute force of destruction, and that's how he operates. Like it's a, it's the young days of Bond. Yes. Like he's just or, get, he's like the prepubescent. By Bond. the end of this, he's better. By like the next series of Daniel Craig's Bond movies, he does get better at that. But I dig that too because he's a young guy. He just got into MI6. You know, he's not John Wick, where we don't know that he's had all this legacy of martial arts training, and we have these super ornate choreographed fight scenes. It's just. No, if I was to get into a fight in a bathroom with someone, we would be throwing each other through doors and, like, I don't know, just trying to hurt each other as much as possible. There's not going to be any smooth moves going on. And it's pretty awesome. Like, so, anyway, how does he die? Not well. Uh, Dryden tries to pull a gun from his desk, and it just clicks. He didn't check the weight. Didn't check the Stallone, weight. Stallone sent off the going, the two mistakes, you should have checked the weight. And number two is you shouldn't have tried to burn the the bond to James Bond. Amateur. <laughs> amateur. <laughs> An amateur. All right. So then, but yeah, it, it clicks and Bond holds up the clips like, oh, I also know where you keep your gun. Pretty sweet little move there. So, uh, what if he shot you in the face? <laughs> <laughs> well, he couldn't because I have his clip. Yeah. What if there was one in the chamber? Oh shit! What if there was one Fuck. in the chamber? Um, I didn't know if the type of gun. Even you should like keep you one in the keep chamber. One, uh, no, yeah, usually keep it. Uh, you uh, would have it ready so that you would have to just click it. You wouldn't like keep one in the barrel or anything. No, that just doesn't sound safe. No, well, no. not at all. But these are bad men. They're not worried about safe. They're worried about safety. Their ass. Always off. That's right. It's just like no condoms when fucking, no safety when shooting. <laughs> you know who gave me this gun? My father. Piece of shit. <laughs> safety always off. Safety always off. In fact, dismantled the safety. Um, so yeah, back to the contact. He finally smashes the guy's head through a sink, takes the whole thing down, and then drowns the motherfucker in another sink. <laughs> Who does Mister Two work for? <laughs> Mister Two. So then uh, Dryden's like, "Oh, so you do have one kill? Well, don't worry. I always hear the second is <laughs> easier. Yes, quite." <laughs> yeah, it's quite. Or no, considerably, considerably. That's what he says. So, yes. Then we cut back to the bathroom real quick because the guy starts to get back up. He didn't get drowned, and then we get the Bond thing, the 
Bond thing. We have to turn, shoot at the camera as like the little iris lens closes up and the theme song kicks in. Mm -hmm. Like that's every goddamn Bond movie ever. And I love they're like revamping the series and redoing it, but they keep certain staples. Yeah. And I love that. So then we end up with You Know My Name, not the Beatles song. You Know My Name, look up the number. You Know My Name, look up the number. You know that Beatles song? You, you know you know, my, it's like 13 minutes long. I don't of, know that one. Of them saying, "You know my name." Look up the number. Well, it's not a f- popular Beatles song. Go figure. I wonder. <laughs> um, but no, we get Chris Cornell, and this is a yet another Bond staple. Every one after the shoot at the camera thing has this super animated opening sequence with a overly theatrical song. If you've ever seen Archer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, this is where the Paul McCartney song Live and Let Die came from a Bond movie. That was written for a Bond movie. Oh, so oh we really? Get, yeah. Didn't know that. So now we have You Know My Name by Chris Cornell. As we get like silhouettes of cards and murder. Or yeah, like... He spins and shoots, and we follow the trajectory of a bullet, bullet. and it goes through a card. And I mean, it's just all like super it computer animated. It splits one or yeah. something. Yeah. I really liked that it showed like him as a silhouette punching like red people, you know? And like when he would knock them out, they would like shatter. Turn into hearts and diamonds. Yeah, mm-hmm. shatter into hearts and diamonds. It was a really cool sequence. It is. And that's, I mean, that's, that's the thing. You got to fucking step up your opening sequence. There's probably a whole crew of people. Every time there's a new Bond movie in the works, like... Your opening sequence duty, and that's probably that's, that's just all as I big do. as the movie. Oh, absolutely! It's, I mean, it, it's essentially a movie in a movie. Yeah, that I mean that they've been known for that for forty plus years now. Like, you better not fuck up the opening sequence. <laughs> you have the cold open. He shoots at the camera. We get opening sequence with dramatic song, and then finally into the movie. You are step three in this process. You better not fuck it up. Are we crossed to pride? Yeah. I was just going to say, are we crossing into that territory? Yeah. I mean, it might be because it's everyone. I have not. There's s- diehard Bond fans. Oh, my God. They're like, it's, there's and a, they're probably very a, critical of those opening sequences. An intense fandom of this franchise, for sure. And I have not seen every Bond movie. Um, the farther back you go, the less I've seen. I've tried, man. I know Sean Connery's the OG, and he's the one, but I have tried, and I just... It was so cartoony and campy back then. It's just, it's like watching the old Batman TV show. Oh, yeah. And those are fine in like 20-minute segments. But a movie of it, I just, I can't. I can't do it. I don't got it in me. So now. They show, before they go into the sequence, they had the computer screen that said. Um, 007 status. 007 status. Confirmed. Double O. Get the double O's. I was a double O. Oh. 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 Got to show her my double O face. That's right. <laughs> That was oh, now you're going again. Okay. So <laughs> I didn't want to wear it out. Oh. <laughs> so then we cut to Bale, Uganda. We meet Mr. White, not from Reservoir Dogs. Different Mr. White. Or from Breaking Bad. Oh, there was, yeah, Walter White. But he wasn't Mr. White. He was. Yeah, he was. That's what Jesse called him. Mr. White. Yeah, bitch. Uh, he was Sorry. Just, he was always uh, Mr. Heisenberg. White. Well, he was Heisenberg of the drug dealers. But yeah, I think Jesse yeah. did. Kind of always referred to him as Mr. When White, When he wasn't right? calling him bitch. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> well, he calls him Mr. Science, White because... bitch. Yeah, he calls him that because that, that's how he knows well, him. Well, that's his name. Yeah. Because he was a teacher. Yeah. 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 Pills, Jesse? Pills, Jesse? 
What, Mr. White? Oh, I'm going to judge you even though your poor decision-making in life is what decided to make me go down this path in the first place. So what am I judging you for? Uh, Walter White, you judgy (laughs) fuck. So anyway, we meet uh, Mr. White and our villain is Le Chief. Le Chief. Le Chief. Je suis. Je Le freak out. Le freak out. But what is that? Actually, Le Freak. Freak out. Yeah. All right. Uh, but no, Le Chief is played by Mads Milkus- Mickelson. Mickelson. Uh, very Scandinavian. But he's. Dude, the, this dude is such a badass actor and anything. He's, he's Hannibal in the TV show. Uh, I mean, he, he's been in a lot of shit and he just fucking knocks it out of the park every time. The dude is fantastic actor. And you know, they, they enforce the, the, the a stereotype, which I'm, I'm not for. It's people that have a scar above their eyebrow and it, and it disappears at the eye and then it continues on mm. just a little bit at the cheek. Yeah. Though. It was like a 300, right? Where it just, it. It just barely grazes, so it comes from eyebrow down to cheek, mm-hmm. but the point of the blade wasn't quite in deep enough to hit the eye, just like good old Leonidas. And or maybe just, it didn't just get catches the, the, the eyeball or something. But, but either he does, way, he does cry blood. Yes, he weeps blood. Um, until, I, until it weeps blood. <laughs> <laughs> I can't put it back until it spills blood. Uh, uh, but the stereotype is that everybody with one of those scars on their eye are bad guys? Like... Well, yeah. Whenever there are any the good guys, like you good don't know, guy, good guys only ever get clipped in the shoulder, man. You don't get your eye. Cut. I know three guys with scars just like that. Great guys, great yeah. guys, and then they're portrayed like this in every single movie as a yeah. bad guy. I'm fighting for them. They're yeah, great yeah. people. They need to get a union together. Figure this shit out, man. Great guys, great guys, the best guys, the best guys. <laughs> uh, no, but he's he's continuing another uh, James Bond movie trope of every villain has like some. Like, physical characteristic, right? Char- some something that makes them gold members got a, a golden cock. Yep, uh, Doctor Evil uh, has the the eye thing also, and a clone, and yeah, his and, scar is and, like and also makes cr- him look like he's got a monocle, crippling on. incompetence. That's another thing he had to suffer through. Um, laser beam. All I want is freaking sharks with freaking laser beams attached to their heads. It sounds just like Kevin Spacey. Well, whenever you do a Kevin Spacey, that's the voice you have. He he will show up eventually. That fucking I'm freaking pissed. Pet of petter asked. They were willing participants. Hey, seventeen uh, underage is still underage. Kevin Spacey. What is age? <laughs> age is just a number. Age is just a number. Okay, we were in love. Yeah, for five minutes. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I played in a band in L.A. Did I tell the story where the, the keyboardist like had a house party? Him and his roommates had a house party. And Kevin Spacey showed up and was because his, his one of his roommates was like a screenwriter and was somewhat in the scene, whatever. But Kevin Spacey showed up, fucking smacked out of his mind and was trying to get people to come back to his hotel with him. Nice. Oh, male. Of course. Specifically. Of course. But whenever he's like, nah, dude. No, I'm okay. He threw a fit and like was jumping up and down Tom Cruise style on the couch, <laughs> throwing a fit like no, 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 having a full on baby tantrum because none of these dudes would come do drugs with him back in his hotel room. 
Well, they probably wanted to do the drugs, but they knew yeah, if like, you did, yeah. they knew what, what that implied. Those, those drugs are tied to a string, and I don't want to see what's on the other end, my Will friend. Will you guys shut up? We're trying to do drugs over here. Yeah. <laughs> I would have someone shut the fuck up, all right. Um, so he kept telling that story, and I was like, no, nah, man. I don't, I don't know that I buy that. Kevin Spacey? Nah, I don't buy it. And then the news broke, and I was like, holy shit. Oh, yeah, holy shit. So, uh, anyway, we're we're at Mads. Mads here. Mads Mil- Mickelson. Mads uh, Mickelson. Yes. Uh, he's he's working on a banking transaction, right? He's basically banker. Uh, he's the banker for terrorists or for bad guys. Yeah, he invests their money, and then they get, he gives them an account that they can yeah. access anywhere in the world. And it's funny how he goes. Uh, I can access this money anywhere in the world, yeah. like. Why do why add the anywhere in the world? Like you want to go to Antarctica or something? Just like right. can can I use this absolutely anywhere? If we're processing this through computers, that means it can act, be accessed via computer. So anywhere you have computer access means you can get into this account. What is your fucking what's the problem here? How do you not understand this? Well, I plan on going to Mars. Well, then you're fucked. Now you probably should access before to help fund the trip, I would think. Now, well, does, he also said you can access this money anywhere on the planet. Mars is yeah, another planet. That's right. So he does, as long as you planet. get it before, just stop at that last gas he does, station. He does, does give himself <laughs> well, that no, disclaimer. He, he doesn't say planet. He says in the world. Now, do they say, does, is world just Earth, or is it our solar system, our galaxy uh, world? I feel that world is a pretty understood descriptor. Yeah. Yeah. I, I took it as I took <laughs> it as Earth. Sy- solar system is not this world. Well, dude, if you're able to get to Pluto or something, I it's just like, want to be able to get to my money. It's like saying this town. Now, does that mean anywhere in Texas? No, that means this town. Like I, <laughs> I want to be able to get my fucking money. Yeah. Where's so, the fucking money, you little brat? Yeah, but that yeah. So that's the thing is basically he's like giving them safety so they can put their money with him and they don't have to worry about how do I explain that I just got $100 million all of a sudden out of nowhere, right? So they yeah. get to sort of launder it, but still access it. He's like a safe criminal banker, like a Swiss bank, but for criminals. Which is kind of the same. Which is exactly the same thing. But what he doesn't tell them is that then he goes and uses their money to play the stock market. Oh, he's a hedge fund. Thank Yes. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Here comes the fucking... No, I already forgot what it was. The I hope GameStop. he lost a lot Here of money with GameStop. GameStop. Yeah, I hope he lost a lot of money with GameStop. Um, so, they tried running... I think they tried running another short this he, week. He, like, as soon as they agreed to it, they're in, like, some little hut. He immediately walks out and calls, like, put a billion dollars in Skyfleet. They're like, are you sure? Yes. Like, dude, you're not... E- at least wait a minute until people are out of the building, dude. Jesus, you're jumping... Chomping at the bit. But they drive off. All right. So now we get we get the cool fucking part of this, which I think is the world's introduction, at least the mainstream world movie going audience introduction to parkour. That's right, dude. This is probably the coolest part of the movie. Because parkour was invented by a dude in France who is in a movie called District D13 or District B13, I think. Okay. You can look it up. Uh, but the guy who's in that, it's him doing parkour all over the place and then his little partner that's like a kung fu guy. And they just run around jumping through windows and fighting people and doing, like, crazy shit. I yep. parkour all the time, like, in my dreams. Oh, yeah, for sure. I guess the way I run. I do all the time. As we discussed in my dreams, I'm always, like, trying to find something or getting lost in a parking garage. But I, I can't find... and antenners? And ears? I can't find my car, but I'm parkouring the whole fucking time. That's right. District B13, District 2004. B13. Yeah. Um, a, a 
French film. Yes, because the the guy it was a Frenchman who invented. Leave it to the French to invent walking or running away with style. <laughs> it's just it's, it's super hardcore. It's awesome. Uh, it is awesome. Yeah, for sure. Like how they leap from one building, huge drop down to the next, and all they do is like do a quick barrel roll well, to get the momentum out. So they don't out, break, yeah, it, they don't it, break anything. It's uh, pretty but, impressive. Like. You know, leap and jump and kick your legs and go through this tiny little fucking window. Like those the, are the coolest ones when he like grabbed and swung his body up to the top of a wall where there was this slim window that he fucking slipped right through right. and just kept running. And yeah. I mean, it took a few takes, I'm sure, but oh, I yeah. love when they can play all those things all in one. It's like having those trick shots and just yeah. watching a whole montage of them going on, and you're like. God, imagine there's like a hundred hours that we just watched in thirty seconds. Of, right. Of uh, attempted, which is what I love about attempts. Jackie Chan movies because he always does shit like this. And then during the credits, you get all the they bloopers of him, him like flying face first into the wall, <laughs> yeah. or like not making it through, or like in Rumble in the Bronx where he fights a whole group of guys through a shopping cart. Yeah, dude. As he's trying to so jump cool. in through the shopping cart, and the movie it looks fucking great. But then when you see all the bloopers, it's it's awesome. Those are really, you know, those are my favorite kind of fighting scenes. You know, we I was criticizing. Um, like the brawls, the brawling movies we were watching yeah. a couple weeks ago, um, and those how those fights are so shitty to me. Like that's probably why, because I grew up Rumble in the Bronx style, Rumble, man, Drunken when, Master, fucking anything Jackie Chan made, I and watched. He it. was was he still is so legit about it. like he's fighting guys with a ladder and he like slams the ladder closed and then like goes oh fucking shakes his hands like. <laughs> That's all real. He actually slammed his fingers in the ladder when it shut. You know, yeah, like, and I love how he reacts to it, and it's so real. Because everything he does is real, and he also does it. He's not allowed to have any insurance because they're like, no, we know who you are. No, no I think in later movies uh, or you know, up to now, he's, he's backed off of that Yeah, a bit. he's like in his 60s now. You got to tone it down at some point. But we're going to get to the first police story. Holy fuck. First police story? Because he has... I think three or four of them now at this point. What are they called? Police story. Police story. Police story. I don't know that one. Name of a movie. Uh, well, this is a police that's, story. That it, it. This was when he was still a Hong Kong star. He hadn't broken into America. Oh, yet. So these are so straight up like overdubbed. He, yeah. So this is that's the American title of whatever okay. it was, and the stunts from like his heyday. Holy fucking shit! It's amazing what this man does, and he does it all himself, and like. Even Rumble in the Bronx is just when he got into the American, like into Hollywood, and he's, I think, in his 40s at that point. But, like, he broke his ankle and kept filming. Like, at the end of that, when he jumps onto the giant hovercraft yeah. at the end, he, he painted the cast of his foot to look like a sneaker and did that stunt <laughs> with a broken fucking foot. Yeah, that that is incredible work. Dude's there. insane. So we get some of that here in this James Bond movie. Um, and I love how this guy's, like, spider crawling up a crane and leaping over this and doing it all parkour cool elegantly and then James Bond just like at one point he literally fucking body bulldozes through a drywall oh that, that's the funny <laughs> like, part yeah cause so the parkour guy ho- does the swinging thing through up the, the little, little tiny hole and you know next is James Bond, Bond before just, that he's parkouring and then James Bond's right behind him and so this guy does that little f- kind of swing and flip over through the door 
And then you think, oh, James Bond's going to come up right through that hole. Boom, just he fucking <laughs> hulks it. Kool-Aid man. through the wall. And then, like, he climbs up something, and James Bond's like, nope. And he gets in the fucking bucket of, like, a bulldozer and lifts himself. <laughs> or gets on an elevator and cuts the cable so it flies up. I mean, he's, like, he's working smarter, not harder, for the most part. And then at one point, they're on these cranes that are, like, 30 stories in the air, and they're fist fighting yeah, each other. Yeah, that crane scene was insane. Like, my feet are hurt, and like I'm all full of anxiety. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And, and then they like, jump from the crane to the to other crane? crane, and they're uh-uh. like kicking at each other. And he like throws the gun at Bond, who catches it, and then throws Just it back. Throw it right <laughs> back. <laughs> because he had a perfect shot. He was like, cock, 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 and it was empty. And he's like, God damn it, what do you do? Chuck throw it. it. James Bond's like catches it and then chucks it. And right we've back. seen that a few times in past movies where they just throw the gun. I I can't name them, but the one you know, uh, yeah. there's there's at least a handful of them in our previous where they've shows been chucking empty where guns. they would throw a gun. Yeah, hey, it's, it's always a, funny. It's a heavy chunk of metal. I mean, if you can throw it, the, you expect them to be like put their arms up to at least block, and, and that it, gives you time to get exactly. away. Exactly, especially if you're on top of a fucking crate, thirty stories in the air. He's probably gonna fall. You know, <laughs> you, know you don't expect him to just catch it all nonchalant, looking like sexy-ass Daniel Craig, and then fucking chuck it back at you. It would be funny if he caught it, and like he was like, all of a sudden he grabbed a magazine <laughs> out of the way. That's Play, James blam. Bond. That would have been. Thank yeah. you, darling. <laughs> yes, money, bunny. Never throw a gun that belongs to a man who's got a <laughs> magazine. You made two mistakes. You should have checked the weight and made sure I didn't have the clip first. He like pulls up his shirt and it's got like a bunch of different clips. Oh, he's got a whole bunch of different like ones. Yeah, John Popper with harmonicas, but gun clips instead. <laughs> Woulda, coulda, shoulda. So anyway, there we we go through and we get like into the embassy, the the Mbutu embassy that's in Ghana, right? And uh, I love, like, he kind of loses the guy for a while, but he's he's not giving up, and he just fucking storms straight into this office where, of course, the guy was, like, pushes that guy out of the way, the dude behind the desk trying to get a gun out, fucks that dude up, and just, like, beats the shit out of this guy, then this other guy grabs the gun, shoots his way back out of while dragging this guy by the backpack. It's just like, who the yeah. fuck are you? Uh, and then, uh, yeah, a bit of a shootout, throw him out of a second story window to get back to the ground. We're leading up, walking up to the, the front gate where he finally spins back around with a gun to this dude's head and looks at everybody like a whole army of people come with automatic <laughs> yeah. weapons. They're like, you just attacked an embassy, dude. What the fuck is wrong with you? So he like, just like pops the clip out, right? Holds his hand up, drops the gun. He puts the safety on, drops the the gun. And he's like, okay, all right, all right, all right. Shoves the guy out of the way, brings a gun from behind his back, and shoots these gas tanks, like propane tanks, Mm -hmm. making them just blow up. But he's got the dude's backpack. So by the time they recover from this massive explosion, he's way fucking gone. Uh, Pretty awesome move. Yeah, we're only a few minutes in. I guess at this yeah. point, it's like, yeah, you we've got had, my attention. We've had the bathroom fight. We've had the parkour chase. And now we've had this explosion. Pretty awesome. Um, So now he's like hiding just across the street. He doesn't really go that far. He runs across the street from the embassy and hides in a ditch like the hobbits at the beginning. Uh, and then goes through the phone, finds the word ellipsis. Mm-hmm. It's code Great. for something. All of that for the word ellipsis. Got it. So now uh, there's a boat and uh, Le Chief is playing poker 
where he talks about his eye leaking blood and goes, no, nah, it's just it's just a, a problem with my tear duct. It's it, it don't take it personally, or it's yeah, not I've a tell, it. or it, right it has you. nothing to do with my poker game or some shit. Weeping blood comes merely from a derangement of the tear duct, my dear general. Nothing sinister. Nothing sinister. The derangement of the, of the, the tear duct. The yeah. Tear duct. First off, derangement. Derangement of the tear duct. That's not a verb that happened. You don't derangement your fucking body somehow. Derangement. That. That's a creepy fucking verb to be using right there, man. That's some. That's some evil. Well, I think it that's just evil villain implies shit. that it's against the like arrangement. So if something's been altered. This arrangement about maybe. His, I think it, it still kind of eh. works. I think he's probably looking I think, it up. I think he used derangement on well, purpose. Well, it does <laughs> definitely have sinister overtones, Yeah, too. as does the music. That the, yeah. other, the guy's playing poker was like, what's with the background music, dude? This seems pretty sinister. <laughs> All right, are, so... Are you sure you're not a villain? Because it kind of seems like you're a villain right now. All right, so derangements, the act of deranging. Yeah, oh, thanks. Uh, number two. I love when they use the word <laughs> in the definition of the word. Sometimes when I get into the Alexa and I'm like, <laughs> What does this mean? She, she'll say that, and I go, what's deranging? And she goes, yeah, when you're... Uh, when you derange. When you derange. <laughs> <laughs> so Thanks. I'm going to click on dera- deranging here. Uh, to throw into disorder, disarrange, to yeah. disturb the condition, action, or function of. Yeah, so oh, it is... So see, that does make sense, but you would not to use... Make well, because word. it's oftentimes used like, oh, blah, 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 a deranged killer, or yes, something but, like that. So it's got yeah. that. It's it. I think it's really good script writing. If you say someone is deranged, you think they're murderous or violent yeah. or insane, dangerous for sure. So yeah, definitely they made him use that verb for the sake of it's the script writing. for sure. Yeah. Well, he's supposed to be like a smart motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Not so, so smart would, now, are you? He's hoping. He's that. hoping that the guy playing poker with him doesn't know. <laughs> um. All right. So. Now, yeah, we have the whole thing. Uh, but then he ends up seeing the TV, right? Was it the TV or a newspaper? It was a TV. It, it, so, like, a they find out something? agent. Uh, MI6 yeah. fucking blew up this embassy. Everything got fucked. We see Bond's face. So, James Bond, in the whole history of this franchise, 50, 60 years of it going on now, I would say worst spy ever. Because the point of being a spy is that nobody knows who you are. You can infiltrate. You can take on other personas. He even gets a room under a fake name at one point and still checks in as Bond, James Bond. He right. does. He does explain why. Though. Yeah, but He's like they are. They already know that I'm like here. So why? Why? Okay, why try but to hide it. But he does. We. <laughs> He's speechless. Worst. God damn spy. That's not how spies fucking work, man. And now he's all over fucking worldwide television. They're giving his name out and shit. Terrible spy. Hope he learns his lesson. That's why I think George Lazenby was the best actor to ever play James Bond. Why? Because you don't know who the fuck he is. Yeah, I'm never. That's right. He only did one movie as James Bond, and then they moved on from him. Which year? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't remember. Was it what in the year? 19s or the 20s? Oh, no, 19s. Like okay. 70s. Okay. Uh, pretty early in the run. He he did it once. That Bond ended up getting married at the end. And well, they, that's where they fucked they up. They got rid of him. And then in the start of the next movie, it turns out she was like a double agent and they had to kill her so that he could be the singles d- swinging dick James Bond we yeah. all know and love, which then they parodied in Austin Powers. 
Uh, but best Bond because you don't know his fucking name, and that's what you want in a spy. So, all right. Then now he knows about who Bond is. We cut to M, played by Dame Judy Dench. I got to make sure I put her title in because Lois will correct me if I don't give her a title. That's right. Um, she's fucking pissed off, man. Like, what the fuck is with this guy? What the fuck is he? Why is why is Bond so stupid? Is a direct quote. Why is he so stupid? Normally, if an agent did something that stupid, they would have the decency to defect. Christ, I missed the cold. I missed the cold war. <laughs> God damn. She is a tough fucking woman. So he get, takes a SIM card out of the phone where he got ellipsis from, right? Puts it in his computer, text, or searches for the word ellipsis, finds out that that text ellipsis was sent to somewhere in the Bahamas. Gets a GPS location direct to this building, right? Enhance. It's called the, uh, yeah, essentially. Enhance. Enhance. So he finds out it's the Ocean Club. And, uh, all of a sudden, M comes in. He's in her fucking house mm-hmm. or her condo or whatever. Um, the fucking balls, except they don't say balls. She goes, well, you've got a bloody cheek. <laughs> Sorry. So British. So, so British. <laughs> a bloody um, cheek. You've got a, you've got a bloody cheek. <laughs> They'll like beep, bleep that out in English. Yeah, yeah they would totally. <laughs> you've got a, you got a beep cheek. <laughs> We always take motherfucker to melon farmer to put it on TV. So bloody cheek would have to go to you, mother melon farmer's motherfucker. Yeah, mu, mu, which is why it, melon 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 father. farmer. So like uh, that's why in Pineapple Express, Danny McBride's character is like, oh, they mess with the wrong melon farmers because he's like making fun <laughs> of that that dub they always do. So I don't know what bloody cheek would be if you're overdubbing for TV safety. Ah, well, you've got a. Battered cheetah. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know enough about British colloquialism. Battered cod. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what they do. So she is like, "You fucked up for a low-level bomb maker. How did you find out where I live?" And he goes, "Oh, the same way I found out your name. I had no idea." That and how the I- hell did you find out where I lived? Same way I found out your name. I thought M was a randomly assigned letter. I had no idea it stood for. Utter one more syllable, and I'll have you killed. <laughs> don't you dare say my fucking name I thought one more syllable and I'll have you killed she uh she already regrets promoting him <laughs> yeah and he's only had one mission but I love his line I understand double O's have a very short life expectancy so your mistake will be short lived fucking excellent line <laughs> yeah. I do like the the fucking British way of fucking explaining things is so so good. It is. Um, the it's lady and really I have been awesome. watching like a, a British comedy, like kind of game show type thing. And just Whose their line wittiness. Is it anyway? No, oh. it's a, it's, <laughs> well, we have, but uh, it's Taskmaster, if you've ever. Oh, I have not. It's, um, anyway, but just the, the British deliveries and just little soft handed insults, just friendly. Dude, it's so fucking good. They, they, do, they have <laughs> such a great, I love that. Like, well, double O's have a short lifespan, so. Your mistake will be short lived. Yeah. Instead of instead of oh, I hear we die early, so don't worry. Like I don't. That's how we'd say it. I just I don't know. They have a cool it, way. Of saying it's a little shit. more romantic. A bit, yes, <laughs> it is. Well, did you I mean, know that Yolo has double O's? Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> Which goes against the, ti- the uh, title. One of the one of them is you only die twice. You only live once. <laughs> oh, one of the James there's Bond. like a yeah. Daniel Craig, summer 2021, playing. James Bond in YOLO. YOLO. You only live once. Dun, 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 dun. 
Yeah, it's it's gonna be crazy when uh, No Time to Die finally gets released because it was supposed to come out in 2019 and it's been delayed and delayed and then delayed because of coronavirus. Like eventually they did have an excuse for delaying it, but like they've been done wrapped up and fucking ready to release that thing for two years now. Are they trying to just do a theater release? Yeah. See, they want to do. They're, they're just not going to yeah, make it. They want because they're like that's what Bond requires. It needs to be an international, massive, huge scale theater release, and that's what Bond needs. So they're just waiting until they can do that. But while they were also delaying it before even COVID hit, they were still pushing shit back. But yeah. uh, that's they his, knew this is his last time as Bond, and so now there's a whole lot of hussy about who's going to be the next. Well, Bond. they're they're already doing that. They they're making a Lady Bond. They're making a lady 007. 007 is oh. the title. But it, it's 007? Yeah, that's just a rank. Oh, I thought that's like their assignment number. So you got 00... Uh... No, because there are 006s and 007s. And like, uh, I can't remember which one he comes across a 006. Oh. Yes. Uh, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, so there will be a female... Because in No Time to Die, there is a lady that gets promoted to 007. Oh, oh. Yes, exactly. Oh, oh, seven. <laughs> so there will be a female 007, but the actual character of James Bond will be somebody else. Who knows? Uh, Tom Hardy's in looks. Well, he's been in talks for being right. James Bond forever. Yeah. You fucking cunts. <laughs> yeah. But they won't hire him because they don't want to see a swinging dick in every scene. <laughs> or him getting greased up. Yeah. James Bond, instead of sneaking anywhere, just covers himself in grease. Like, right, I'm going through the front door. <laughs> Come on, you cunts. This isn't how a spy acts at all. <laughs> um, so now we cut to Nassau. Nassau in the Bahamas, which makes me think of the song Funky Nassau. NASA, like uh, the the not, rocket? No, 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 Nassau. I, not what I said. That's no, not 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 Southerners pronouncing NASA. The the city of Nassau, actually, island of Nassau. I think N A S S A U. Do the rocket people have fucking an island? Oh, the whole island. NASA. Nassau. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, but there's a song called Funky Nassau, which. Sounds like if you if you said that with a thick accent, you could be saying something really bad. Fucking Them asshole. assholes. Fucking asshole. Fucking asshole. I don't know. But fucking asshole. Fucking asshole. But fucking asshole. Uh, I mean, it's it's a. I want to. It's an old funky kind of Caribbean funky tune. Comedy. But they did a version of it in Blues Brothers two thousand. Uh, it you is, told us not to watch. I was going never, to watch it, and you said, "Don't watch." Do it. not. Do not. You can hear that song. A million different ways without seeing Blues Brothers 2000. And I recommend... I mean, it's a great fucking song. Just don't watch Blues Brothers 2000. So... I broke my watch. So... (laughs) So we get to Nassau, and Bond pulls up in a Ford. He shows up in a Ford? Are you goddamn kidding me? James Bond would never drive a Ford. I was under the impression Bond always, always has an Aston. That's right. They were gonna give you, but he shows up on a Ford. I'm surprised he even allowed his British cheeks to touch that seat. 
I was told I was going to get an Aston Martin. <laughs> well, it better at least have an Aston Martin seat cover. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, Just uh, so he doesn't have to come in contact with anything yeah. Ford. Uh, Did but, you get that wheel cover? Yeah. So he get he drops off the car, you know, and he's standing and he bends down to tie his shoes and kind of case the joint. That's mm-hmm. his excuse to, like, spend some time and really look shit over. Do spy shit. Finally, he's doing spy shit a spy way. An ocular pat down. There, there you go. <laughs> nice. He was totally doing ocular pat downs. God, that. That would be a great fucking band name, honestly. Uh, they're playing ACL 2021, which, as of recently, is is being planned in the mix to Ooh. actually take place. Ooh. Yes. I, I think yeah, they're going to they listen headline. to our show for all of the bands that need to be on the bill. I've, I've heard that they're consulting our past episodes. I, they goddamn well better. Uh, so then he's like tying his shoes and casing the joint and immediately gets mistaken for a valet, right? And by some guy, throws him the keys. And uh, so he gets in this Range Rover, and uh, he goes and pulls up into a stall and then immediately puts in reverse and drives fast back into another stall, going through a little guardrail and slamming into the front of a Jaguar. Which, yeah, the gate, Jaguar. the little gate knocks a bunch of cars and yeah. sets off all their... Just, just fucks mm-hmm. a lot of shit up. And so I, first time I saw this, I was like, yeah, he's just pissed off at this guy for thinking he's a valet. And he's just, <laughs> this is just a big old fuck you. Awesome. I love a vindictive James Bond. This is great. But no, of course, it's a it's a planned setup, right? So he casually struts on into the hotel. Uh, Security is all rushing past him because alarms are going off like crazy. Uh, and so now he gets to get into the security room that is open because anytime a car is wrecked into, the entire security detail of this whole resort even the people monitoring even alarms the people and cameras and watch respond it. to it. Even the people that are supposed to monitor things have to run out <laughs> and go check on this car. So he has full free access to the camera room. Uh, and this, it was just unlocked, was wasn't dumb. it? Yeah, it was totally yeah. unlocked. He just walks right in. <laughs> and he has the date of when the text was sent, the ellipsis text, mm-hmm. right? So uh, he he's able to see... He's able to see this person get out of a car and check their phone, and the timing lines matches up, it up completely yeah. with when the ellipsis text was sent. So nailed it. Got it. So now he goes and gets a room. Books himself a room at the local saloon. Rocky Rick. Well, he's Let probably taken out by Bond James Bond or his rival. Um, <laughs> so uh, as he's getting his room, he's talking to the lady at the counter. He's like, oh, I accidentally uh, I knocked the door of this beautiful 1965 Aston Martin. And she immediately goes, oh, that's Mr. Demetrio. If he hasn't noticed yet, I probably wouldn't say anything. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even say. It. But perhaps I was inclined. Uh, he has a house just up the beach. Oh, okay. Now we got it. So then we cut to sexiest woman on the planet riding a horse down the beach, and James Bond comes like fucking strutting up out of the water, throws his hair back, fucking muscles just upon muscles, and his little speedo, like. Okay. 
That's the, what I look like. The, the fucking the the setup of all this, like supermodels don't ride horses down the beach. First off, also James Bond was at a hotel and he's get to a house up the beach. Is he really gonna swim up to it? What the fuck? But no, we needed to see super buff Daniel Craig climb out of the water. Which I saw this with a coworker at the time. It's sex appeal. And at so the end is. of the movie, as we were walking out of the theater, she said. That movie did absolutely nothing but make me want to fuck Daniel Craig. Well, I guess that scene worked. Well, they got her 15 bucks <laughs> yeah. or yours if I don't know who paid. No, but they it, got, it, wasn't, they got the it money. wasn't like a date situation. It was a, it was a co-work situation. Yeah. So it went Dutch. All right. But I, they got her money and made her fingers raw that night, I'm sure. <laughs> she was flicking more bean <laughs> oh than my the God. Starbucks barista. <laughs> She's dealing with more bean than the town of Boston. You guys were doing, you guys went double Dutch rudder on each other? <laughs> I mean, no, because I did not have the physique of Daniel Craig. So after she saw him, my slouchy ass right out, right out. Yeah, she She's did. like, can you? She wasn't into that. She's, you don't even have to give me a ride home. I'll wait for a taxi. You can just leave. <laughs> Hand already down her pants. It was Damn. crazy. Uh, no, that, 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 part was, that part was not true. Um, so... He he's again, or what? Optical inocular uh, pat down. Yes, there it is. Of of Demetrio finds him on the balcony. He's like, oh, this is the place. Got it. Figured it out. Nailed it. This We're talking heads. Oh, okay. All right. I was like, no, keep going. You're, you're pulling away from the mic, buddy. Don't <laughs> wait. This is not my beautiful house. This oh, is not, not my, my beautiful, beautiful wife. wife. How did I get here? Burning down the house. Dmitrio <laughs> on the balcony and some hot bitch on the sandy beach. Fight fire with fire. Good one. That's a good one. <laughs> there it is. All right. Uh, so he gets back to his room. He's doing his M16, M16, MI6. It's not a one, sorry. <laughs> doing his MI6 stuff, right? Still logged in as M. He's got her logged yeah, in because that's right. even back at headquarters, like, hey, he's locked in his you somehow? And she's like, well, what, what's he looking at? Well, you know, he's <laughs> looking up uh, Le Chief. He's looking up known associates, and we got this Demetrio guy, and he's looking up all sorts of shit. Um, so then he goes to a bar, and he orders a Mount Gay and Soda. Mount Gay and Soda. Mount Gay and Soda. It's a rum and coke. It, it is just from, it has nothing to do with Brokeback Mountain. It was really weird, but yeah, because you say soda. <laughs> Brokeback Mountain is Mount Gay. <laughs> Mount, yeah, so you got it. There it is. When you order something like with soda, am I crazy that it's just water, you know, carbonated soda water. water? Soda yes, water, yes, but British. Is that what it is? They they call Cokes just, just soda? Like yeah. specifically that brand? Or because, because there are they, some people here. Because they have like... They would differentiate between water or sparkling water or seltzer. Yeah. Wait, how do, you know soda, was, uh, how do you know there was Coca-Cola in there? You saw when he picked it up. It was fucking black as this bottle of Coca-Cola. Yeah, but what if the rum was uh, like a dark rum? Not uh, okay, dark rum. It could have and been. And then he put soda in there, like point. literal it would, soda. It'd but lighten up. Dark rum is still a light brown. It wouldn't have been the black James of a Coca-Cola. James Bond Coca-Cola. doesn't fucking drink Coca-Cola, dude. He did in this scene. It seems very high in calories. Yeah, dude. He didn't say diet. He said he said a soda. But he did, hmm. Soda but, does not mean cola. Soda means fucking soda water. Not. But, yes, but in the United States it does, but in Britain it doesn't. Just like they're not in Britain though. They're they're, they're in, in the Bahamas. Nassau. But 
he is British. That's why the boot is the fucking trunk of your car. Your fanny is your pussy and all sorts of other things that they say different. You can be in Britain and gaily bang a fag. And all that means is you're happily having a cigarette. All right. Here in America, you gaily bang a fag. It's totally different. You want to gaily bang a fag with some soda, you're having a cigarette and a Coca-Cola. Here in America, well, that's something totally different. So, he has a Mount Gay and soda, and that's what we're drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Brandon has lost his shit over gaily banging a fag. That's what it means. I was just happily having a cigarette. Until Paul Rudd comes up and tells me to fuck off, just like in 40-year-old virgin. Just fuck off! No? Remember when that guy's trying to have a cigarette break? All right. Anyway, so. <sighs> he sits down to gamble. Right? He sits down to gamble with Demetrio. And Demetrio's lady comes in, hot little dress. Everybody turns to look at this woman in this hot little dress, right? And she tries to go up and kiss him, and he's like, nah, fuck off. He doesn't want anything to do with her. Sends her off to like a table in the back of the room by herself. But Bond notices this. He notices because he uses the strategy later. Well, yeah, because he notices the distraction that exactly, she creates. Exactly. Yeah. So the uh, this woman is Soling. Uh, I like to Soling that. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Whew. I mean, you can't be a woman in a Bond movie and just not be banging. Ooh, and we get to that later. And yes. So... We get to the point where they're going all in, right? Uh, we're betting on his hand, going all in. I'm gaily going all in. <laughs> um, including a car. Demetrio even pulls his keys out because he doesn't have enough chips to cover. Yeah. And throws the keys to his vehicle down on this hand. But Bonds end up winning, yep. which pisses him off. And he gets up to leave, like trying to storm off. He's lost, and Bond's like, oh, uh, the valet ticket. <laughs> just, just as an extra middle finger into the wound, just yeah. fuck you. Uh, awesome. So D- Demetrio leaves, and he doesn't even acknowledge his woman, just leaves her off in that corner table and storms out. So she's out. Uh, Bond pulls up in the Aston Martin that is Demetrio's, and she like walks around to it thinking it's Demetrio, right? And then she's Bond's like, oh, that's right. You know, can I give you a ride? She's like, oh, well, that would really piss him off. Well, how about a drink at my place? Is it, is it close? Oh, it's very close. And she's like, okay. So she gets in the car, and he just goes around the roundabout and pulls right back up to the front door of the hotel they were already at, which is fucking hilarious, because then she laughs at it, and he's got her laughing. That means Guards he's down. Uh, yep. And what about a drink at my place? Ah. Your place? Is it close? Very one drink. One drink. Yeah. So. That's the sound of panties dropping. Oh, just she is splooshing. She has to swim her way into the car. Just. <laughs> it's fucking Daniel Craig Bond. I mean. I, I hope he had car seats down. And well, not, see, he doesn't need the Aston Martin car seats because this actually is an Ant- Aston Martin. So, well, and it's probably leather, so it's easy to clean. Right, right, right. Yeah. And, I mean, Demetrius seems like a picky guy, so I'm sure he scotch-guarded him. <laughs> right you yeah. would think you would think um so uh she's she laughs and gets in the car and he knows done deal i mean we're we're banging banging 
Um, now, uh, we're back to Mads, who's pissed off at Demetrios because he's like, the, the guy you picked to do this shit for us was being watched by the British Secret Service? Like, you are going to get us fucking caught here, motherfucker. So we get that. Now the, the criminals are at each other. Yeah. Shit's going, shit's mm-hmm. going south there. So then we cut back to Bond and Soleng making out. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like rolling around on the floor making out, but he's a consummate professional. Consummate professional. Still like fucking trying to fish information out of her between kisses and gropes. Like, I'm sorry. If I'm rolling around on the floor with this woman making out, I am not going to be thinking about pulling information. I'm just thinking about pulling wool. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. He's like, yeah, why couldn't he just like get bang. some get some information right. or like wait to and get some information? And then pillow talk afterwards. Yeah, yeah that's pillow talk after bang, and then she's laying there like, oh my god, because it's an action movie and he's a male, so he's, she's going to be laying there like, oh, that was the best sex I've ever had in my life. I can't, I can't even think. Oh, it's just. And then he'd be like, so tell me about Demetrio. How do I get into his safe? What kind of criminal secrets do you have? And she'd be like, oh, here's every oh, information. Oh, exactly. Yeah. You just got to fuck the info out of her. But he's not that patient. <laughs> That's why he introduces himself oh, yeah. last name first every time. He can't even keep up a fucking ruse for two minutes. Um, so she gets a call. Oh, oh, sorry, I jumped ahead. So she's like moving down. He's on his back and she's moving down. She's like kissing down the body. She's going to blowjob town. And he is about to get a blowjob. Can goes, I ask you a personal question? Yeah. Does the word ellipsis mean anything to you? <laughs> Are you serious, James Bond? Come on, man. Oh, that's what you have to do with your tongue when you're sucking yeah. your cock. Can you tell me about ellipsis with my cock in your mouth? Ellipsis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me some of that. I believe they call that to Hummer. Hummer, Mr. Bond. Yes. Mr. Wayne. Give Mini Bond a Hummer. It's a Hummer, Mr. Wayne. Wayne. Uh, Mr. Wayne. Mr. Wayne. Why do we call it a Hummer, Mr. Wayne? <laughs> I'm Michael Kane, Mr. Wayne. Why do we go down, Mr. Wayne? Why do I not pronounce my R's, Mr. Wayne? Because I'm way too British, Mr. Wayne. I'm from England. <laughs> I've got a Cockney accent. I'm from Wayne. Cockney. All right. Uh, he's not Ow. not in the scene. Michael Caine does not show up here. Uh, so she ends up getting a call. So I guess he wasn't going to get the blowjob that he interrupted anyway. She gets a call from Alex, this guy, the guy that got the, the text message. Exactly. Uh, and he's like, hey, flying to, oh, Alex, Alex is Demetrius. Alex Demetrio. Uh flying to Miami tonight. I'm going to fly to Miami. I'm flying to Miami, the, the closest one coming, like the, the first one out. Oh. Yeah, I, I, was, I was like, wait, where, where is he going with the accent? I, I just mean, want to do the accent. <laughs> I was like, I'm Russian now. Yeah, or, or I almost thought you were going to be Stallone from pumping. I'm, I am coming. I am coming <laughs> for you. Uh, so she, yeah, yeah, she gets the phone call and she like walks off to the bathroom to take the phone call. He overhears oh, Demetrio's leaving for Miami. Well, I've got to go. So he calls room service, orders champagne and caviar, and they're like, for two? What? Would that be for two, sir? No, for one. Hangs up the phone and just bails. (laughs) Fucking takes off. So now uh, we're in Miami all of a sudden. Going to Miami. I said, please, Miami. Is that what you're doing? (laughs) Uh, The Will Smith song? Miami, yeah. 
something, something, Ami, Ami. Because Miami is another way of saying Miami. I have no idea what they actually say, but Miami? Miami. Yeah, you just pronounce the eyes differently. So to Miami. He follows Alex Demetrio to this fucked up weird museum. Right? It was like all like dissected people in different stages of the body. Yeah, yeah. that's um that's a, a very famous like art exhibit. Yeah, it's a traveling exhibit, I guess. It's yeah. not necessarily that the museum is fucked up. It's just this exhibit. That the they exhibit, go it's, it's of people and donated yeah. Asians. Uh, you notice that they're all Asians, but so some, <laughs> I think it's just Chinese or something. And they, uh, I don't know if they volunteered or not, but uh, either way. <laughs> they donated their body to science, you know? You got to, hey, man. Donated, so, volunteered. Th- their soul has left that husk. They don't care anymore what you, what you do with it. Yeah, you're right. And the it, corn doesn't care what you do with a cob. You know what I mean? It's pretty creepy too. I mean, it shows them in <laughs> it poses is. and like they're cutting it for sure half. Does. Or, but that is a real exhibit that goes around where you can see like skinless people, the body broken down in different ways to see how it all works on the inside, which is just what you want. I want to see the inside of a human body. That's what I want. Yeah, I'm going to pay money to go to a museum and see. Wait, you that. guys wouldn't? No, I would. I would love to go see the bodies exhibit. <sighs> I don't know. Like, I'm curious enough, and I feel it would be interesting, but there's just enough of me. It's like, I don't I don't want to see that. I don't want to know what another person's fucking spleen looks like. Like, I don't need to see that. Fuck them. I'm not a scientist, and I'm not going into medicine. I don't need to know. I'm still curious. Yes, I'll give you that, but I, I feel like at the very end of it, like, I don't, nope, I don't need to see it. I don't then don't. Know. Yeah, which is why I haven't gone. Yeah. But James Bond went. Well, I don't think he paid. It was more of a job duty. I think he probably wrote that off as a a, you know, (laughs) The ticket price is like, got to save this receipt. (laughs) Uh, I can write this off. Thank you, M. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So anyway, he follows him, and then he sees uh, Demetrio set this little, like, not a key. It looks like a key chain without a key on it. Like a little golden thing with a with the the, the part that you put on. Well, he checked thing. his duffel bag, and that's the that's the 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 receipt basically to get his uh, bag back. Yeah, but it looks like it should have a key on it, but it doesn't. It's just like yeah, the, the marker. They, that's it's how like they hang it up. Uh, yeah. So he had number fifty three, I think it was number fifty three. Correct. Yeah. So uh, they yeah he puts that on a table, and he so Bond is like trying to hide, and he sees him drop that, and then walk off, and he's looking around for him. All of a sudden. But, Knife in his back. Demetrio knew that Bond was onto him. And uh, so they, they do a little grappling, you know, trying to outstrong Marm each other. Looking at each other very got, intense. Like, of, very, and and they, they both have both hands on the knife in between them, like trying to out-fucking-forearm strength each other with the knife between the two. And finally, Bond, like, hits him a little bit somehow enough to, like, break him, just break his concentration just enough to fucking get him, move the arm, you know. He he watched over the top with Stallone. He knows how to fucking overarm power somebody. I need to see that. You will. But normally when I, I can overpower, you, you know, every time that happens to me, every I, time. I'm able to overpower. Well, I mean, you're still alive, so obviously you've always yeah. won this situation. Every time. Yeah. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> Don't get a knife between us is all I'm saying. Uh, so he stabs Alex. Yell I don't know dead. why I, I went from Demetrio to Alex. I don't know why I changed that my notes. But then like lays him on a bench. Takes his phone, lays him down so it just looks like he's like passed out at the museum or whatever. Uh, gets his phone, looks at the last text, says, 
ellipsis. Oh my God, ellipsis. And then he turns around and the 53 marker thing is gone. That's right. It was sitting on a stack of chips. Poker stack chips. of chips on, on a, like a staged poker table. Yeah, in this. so you know that the that famous painting of the dogs playing yeah, poker? Yeah, yeah, It was basically uh, skinless humans playing yeah. poker. If humans were dogs. Yes. Pretending to be humans. Well, that's where poker comes from. Like when dogs ruled the earth, they were played poker. And oh, Before yeah, yeah, we yeah. took over, they showed us the game and we really liked it. That was one of the few things that But they called around. back then, they called it Barker. Jesus Christ. <laughs> God damn it. What even is this show? Woo. All right, so the 53 is gone. Now, he does have a smart move because he's a spy, and he thinks about shit like this. He makes a phone call. Yeah, this was pretty, pretty brilliant. He didn't know who grabbed the duffel bag. I don't know, but if I call the last number he just texted Ellipsis to, obviously he's in on it. Let me look around, sees that someone answers. Well, now I'm chasing that motherfucker, right? So now we're chasing each other around the Miami airport because apparently this human body display was set up in the airport. It was like right fucking there. Um, also, how does he have how does he have a plane ticket? Like he's through security. So the guy goes through the security line and then bonds in the security line. You have to have had your ticket already to get to the security line to be able to. That's the continuity I wanted to to ask, too, because we see Homeboy go through the metal detector um, and then it goes, it shoots to. uh, It cuts. It it cuts to like him walking through the fucking uh, airport ready. And then right behind him is like Bond all of a sudden. I'm like, you see Bond like like a person or two back. From the metal detector. So he is going to have to go through security. Well, I'm reading on the, the synopsis from the movie, and I, I don't quite remember this from watching it, but apparently he pulled, he has just a security uniform in his bag that's got the credentials. Just, But he, he wasn't he dressed. He, he was there. No, he, that, does, he does that later when he has to go into a room. Mm-hmm. But before, he's still just James Bond standing in the line of security yeah, go getting, back ready, a little to go, bit, getting ready to go through the metal detector. Because, yeah, the duffel bag contains the so, uniform. So, I mean, he had to have got a ticket, and he, he does the same thing. He empties his pocket. I mean, I don't think it's a mystery of how he gets through security. He just goes through the fucking, empties his pockets into the little tray and goes through the metal detector like everybody else. It's just, how did he even get to that point? Because, obviously, the guy who picked up the 53 marker and is part of this whole plan has a ticket ready. And got to the airport and was ready to go. But James Bond had to have gone and bought a ticket and then gone to the gate and get into the security line behind this guy. It may have been like a uh, a meet the parents moment when he, Greg's trying to fly back home and the mm. woman's like, oh, I can get you a flight back from wherever you're yeah. going. And they just ended up cutting it out because yeah. the movie's already two it's and like, a half what, fucking what hours. That, what good would that do me? Uh, Hi, I'm Earth. Have we met? Yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, which is just another playoff of the planes, trains, and automobiles when he's at the car rental place. I want four fucking wheels and a fucking seat right fucking now. Have you not seen that scene? I do. I've watched. I watched it actually. Oh my recently, god! Like but every other since... word is the f bomb. He's so pissed. Your fucking company. All left I know me is that John Candy keys to a fucking car and a fucking lot yeah. that wasn't. Fucking there. Take it easy. She's just like, I'm going to need you to watch your language. She's just fucking fuck. And then at the very end, she goes, oh, no. What? You're fucked. (laughs) Throw it back at him. Anyway, so he gets through security. So uh, then the guy cuts through this door. 
because the guy he's chasing dresses up like a security guy and goes in through the security door, a personnel door. And so then Bond calls. He's like, I need to talk to M. Well, she's busy. No, well, you fucking tell her that I'm at the Miami airport and there's a bomb about to go off. Uh, let me put you on hold. Yeah, I fucking thought so. That's right. And then he re- looks at the fucking keypad and is like, oh, I bet. I wonder. And he types ellipsis into the keypad and it opens the door and he hangs up the phone, cuts M off. And then he's in. All right, so uh, guys in the airport uniform turns on the sprinkler to the airport, right? Says off sprinkler. Now we find out that Skyfleet that Mads was investing in at the beginning of the movie is unveiling their new jumbo carrier plane, the biggest fucking plane ever made. The hugest thing ever. And they're unveiling it now uh, at Miami Airport. Tonight, right, 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 fucking in the middle of the night is when they're unveiling this new airplane because that's what you do. Because airplanes look pretty sweet at night. I, I guess. All shiny. Um, so now we're out on the tarmac and chasing, and this is pretty fucking awesome. I love this whole fucking, this whole scene is great. Uh, dude, our, our guy we're chasing killed a dude, got this fuel truck, right? Racing along. I love Bond, like, sees him coming and, Times it so he runs up the the Bluth family stair car <laughs> and fucking leaps onto the fuel truck, which is awesome. You're gonna definitely get jump ons. No, you're gonna get you're yeah. gonna get hop ons. You're yeah, gonna get hop ons. The uh, the driver of the tanker, not the guy who got killed, uh, was the is the director. Oh really? A, a little cameo. cameo yeah. Nice. Yeah. I did not catch that. Good pull. I mean, it probably Good. saved him two hundred bucks, right? From just well, you having... gotta watch those SAG fees, man. Yeah. Ooh, they'll get you. Make your fucking. Budgets. Sag. I hate having to pay those. Every time I make, I know I love them. What a sag! <laughs> what a sag! <laughs> so I just wanted to be an extra. <laughs> what a sag! <laughs> what a sag! All right, nice. I I like that. Okay, so now like he's on the side of the fuel truck and he's trying to smash him against other vehicles, right? Uh, he so Bond jumps off at one point because he like he can't climb on which. I appreciate this because anytime someone's hanging on the side of a vehicle, they're always able to find the strength to climb. You're spending all your strength just to hold. You're not climbing shit. You're not doing anything. And so he finally like leaps off and barrel rolls before the collision happens. And it was then, a close in too. It was close. And then the other vehicle goes like through a bus, like cuts a bus in half. It was one of those buses that has a little accordion connector in the middle. Yeah, it perfectly <laughs> hit the accordion. Right in the accordion part. Hit him right, right in the accordion. Right in the accordion. Um, <laughs> so then he gets in back onto the fuel truck that this guy's driving, gets into the cab, and now they're fist fighting and all this shit. And cops are chasing it because now we have a we have a errant fuel truck going rogue, and they're shooting out the tires, right? So uh which led to holes in oh, the the tank as well. Yes, now Started they are dripping fuel. fuel. Yeah. Uh, I was confused. I, I have a typo here. I was trying to talk about the plane. There's a plane that's about to land in it, and I have place multiple times. And I was like, "What does this mean?" Now, see, I the didn't. Plane. It looked like it was like going. It was to coming land. to land, but and, but it shows the, the the pilots talking to each other, and they see the shit going down. They're like, "No, fucking go, go, get up, get up, get up, get up." Well, I see. I don't know if you can. Can you do that? Can you just start pulling up with one of those at things? any point? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean they they I mean last minute go arounds happen. Okay, 
So they're about to land, and they mm-hmm. see all this shit going down. And they're and they like, nope, go around. A whole you lot of cop, full power and pull up. Whole lot of <laughs> cop cars coming in. Whatever's happening. Nope. And he yanks back, and I love how the the fuel truck and everything goes through. And as soon as that plane fucking the thrusters hit and they take back off, it blows a cop <laughs> car up. It's very, very accurate. Very accurate. Those that's a lot of power being pushed out. And I like that they put that in for like a bit of realism. Looks little, cool. Little continuity sake like that would actually it's not like when your guy's walking away from explosion all casual and cool like no walking all slow away yeah. from it explosive force has power behind it and things do get pushed by these shockwaves yeah I mean you gotta have as much thrust uh, pounds right. of thrust as the thing that you're trying to push so absolutely plus, plus a, well a more lot. To, to fly yeah yeah <laughs> so so I, I, I did like that they put that in, and you get to see that cop car fucking go somersaulting away. Um, so then, like, Bond is not doing well because, as we've already said, he's not a good fighter. Uh, he's just scrappy and resilient. But he's, like, knocked out of the cab. He's, like, hanging on by his feet. You know, the upper half of his body is flopping out of the door, barely not bouncing off the pavement. And he sees the little bomb fob thing hanging there. Yeah, that which, the guy had hung. Which we never mentioned throughout this whole That's thing. right. The guy, we did, but it, they do show you that guy hanging it on there because his plan is to drive this fuel truck with a bomb on it into the biggest plane ever right. and blow it up, mm-hmm. therefore fucking that stock. And that was part of Mad's whole plan. Yep. So, sorry, Burp. And then, uh, so. He gets back into the cab somehow. Fucking strongest abs ever. If you're hanging out of a moving vehicle like that, can just like yourself back up into the cab. Uh, fights the dude a bit more, and the dude kind of fucking fights him off. And I think he Bond let himself lose here so that the dude would dive out of the cab, right? He wanted the dude gone. And then he's taken over the truck, and he fucking skids it to a stop. Even kind of even Tokyo drifts it a little bit. In a fuel fuel truck, impressive, impressive. Not bad. Avoids collision with the plane. Mm -hmm. Saves the day. It rocks to a stop. All this fuel just still fucking dumping out of it. And, of course, immediate cops pull up, arrest him. He's in cuffs, put down on the hood of a car, and looks up and makes eye contact with the guy who's been chasing, who's like, hey, got you, fucker. Boom. Activate the bomb, and all of a sudden he hears the beeping and looks down and sees the fob on his own belt. That's right. Which is why Bond lost that last fight in the cab. I want. I got the. I I grabbed that bomb and I put it on you, and I want you the fuck out of here. And then the dude explodes, and uh, that distracts everyone. A fucking super awesome move. That now However, that's, that's that's the Bond I like right there. However, this guy. Rolls out of a moving fuel truck. It's going you know, probably rather quickly. He, he jumps out of it and rolls. Having this key fob, so he has a keychain thing, like a carabiner kind of thing, um, with a flashlight, like a metal flashlight. But that is the bomb. Which is the bomb, which you see him get checked in the TSA thing all the way to where he puts it on the thing, and then James Bond holds him from jumping out at the point he puts it on you. You don't know if he's putting it on there, but you don't ever later. see it happen. So he's got this giant thing hanging out there. I'm telling you, if this guy was walking anywhere, he would feel something just smacking his right. butthole the whole time. 
And then he'd be like, oh, what the because fuck is this? Because when he, go, when he rolls, rolls out of the truck and everything, maybe you wouldn't have noticed it sure. with Roland. Sure. But when he stood up and he walked back over behind another vehicle and they're making eye contact at each other, like at some point he walked over there. And yeah, you would feel that thing hitting your leg. That's right. Or something. But You'd think so, but you'd also think somebody it, would feel a pickpocket, you know. Yeah, he's probably just... He's he's just gotten a huge fight and bounced across pavement at eighty miles an hour. Like <laughs> his whole body's aching and throbbing and everything. You well, know, pickpockets they they work a couple different ways, but pickpockets will mostly it's misdirect you by hitting, having you get hit somewhere, touch somewhere. Right, they bump into you. So so, but that's a whole different thing than this thing just like smacking your butthole and. You, it you, wasn't you at his butthole. It. You're you're the one making about smacking buttholes here, buddy. You're <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, oddly it's hanging. Fo- you're oddly focused on smacking buttholes. <laughs> because consider it, it's it's hanging on his back bottom or the back loop of his belt. Yeah, but and it's that, not it that dangles long. enough where it hits him in his. Oh, butt. there's not that much dangle, dude. Plenty of dangle. <laughs> plenty of dangle. Because there's keychain and then fucking uh, light, and, that, then it's, bub, and it's yeah. heavier on the bottom, so it should be smacking just, just at r- least just above the bubble. Just right there, ringing that back doorbell is what you're fucking saying. Fucking ringing that bell. Was that that Family Guy bit where Lois and Peter are all fucking high as shit, and Lois is like, "Brian, he's knocking at the back door. I'm scared. Should I let him in?" You remember that? They get all high and they're like a folk duo. They're singing all these hippie songs. I remember that episode. And they're, they're like laying scene. on the couch naked and Brian comes walking in. He's like, oh, what, what's going? What the fuck's going on here? And they're just high as shit. And Lois is like, he's knocking at the back door. <laughs> like, of course, Family Guy's just going to. And of course, it's going to be like a five minute scene of anal jokes. That's, that's what we're doing here. So and now the plane didn't get blown up. The stock didn't get affected the way he wanted it to. All of that money is now gone, and that money wasn't his. That money was those guys that he just ripped off at the beginning. So Mad Mal- Milkison is super pissed off now because now he's like millions of dollars in debt to these guys. It's like it's exactly what happened with point two. There it is. It's exactly what happened to GameStop. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> All those hedge funds shorted it, and then fucking and then, it didn't go down. And then the plane did not blow up. Did not go that, up. The stock still that's went right. up. That guy didn't catch on to the butthole knocking. Didn't didn't get didn't catch on fast enough. Playing he, ruined. He's knocking at my back knocking door. Knocking at the back door, Brian. Um, so Mad Mad's not happy because his fucking life is over now, right? So, but Bond is free, of course, because he was arrested by the Miami International Airport Police Department, which is probably not that great of a subdivision of enforcement but then mi6 comes in it's like ah, no that's one of ours sorry government international espionage business let him out so he gets out no problem back in the bahamas Mealy goes back to the bahamas because he's got some t- loose ends right mm-hmm. uh the woman is dead Soling. that woman he was not fucking he should have he sh- oh he goddamn right he should have uh but she's she gone she gone. She gone. Uh, then M tells him about Mads. Right? He's talking to M and, and uh, all right, so here's Le Chief. Here's who you want, blah, blah. And they fucking do a little thing to his forearm. He's like, what, is that a chip? She's like, yeah, I need to keep an eye on you, motherfucker. <laughs> you're a fucking, you're a wild card. You're wild like, card, bitches? Like, yeah, Charlie from fucking <laughs> Always Sunny. 
can't trust you. So yeah. Uh, now Mads, as we talked about, lost uh, over a hundred million dollars, and uh, that's 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 his his strategy. Sorry. Again, I brought this back to our bullet in the head episode. Is like, oh yeah, I keep taking these notes, but we talk about stuff, and then I have a note later, and I need to get better at sorting that out. That's my bad. So now we're in Montenegro. We're on a train, right? We're in the dining car. Yes. And this is where Vesper Lind, Vesper Lind, who's played by Eva Green, uh, who fucking gorgeous woman. Uh, she was in Penny Dreadful. She was in the Sin City sequel. She was in the 300 sequel. Uh, Dark Shadows. Lots of stuff. Um, everybody knows who Evergreen is. Manny, longtime listener, has a certain movie of hers that he loves so much. And I'm not going to spoil it for him, but if he's ever on the show, we'll, we'll have to make him tell us about why he loves this one particular Evergreen movie so much. Evergreen does Dallas. Essentially, it is that, yes. And that's why... Deep I think, fake. I think uh, pubescent era Manny loved that movie so much is what I'm thinking. Uh, so, anyway, they're sitting there and they have this banter and they're sizing each other up. I'm like, oh, you're an orphan and you fucking suck at life. He's like, oh, well, you're also an orphan and you're a fucking piece of shit. Blah, blah, blah. And they like know how to size each other up and, and tell how each other is damaged because they're both also damaged and that, and that's great. And this is what we do. Basically, uh... He's going to go play poker against Mads Mickelson, right? And the British government is fronting him $10 million with a, a backdoor caveat of an extra five if he needs it. Knock it in my backdoor caveat. Um, and she's... I'm the money. Every penny of it. So she's there basically just to make sure that their $10 million investment, which is goddamn huge, on a guy that just got certified as an agent, uh, doesn't get ruined or lost. Like she's Think just, about that responsibility. Having $10 million based on your judgments. Right. Potentially $15 million. Potentially, yeah. Well, it sounds like a, like a cop-out. Like, okay, we can blame this person. Like, of course, it's either yes yeah, but, or no. Yeah, the answer but, is yes or goddamn no. Right. If it goes wrong, they're going to blame him. Mm-hmm. But also, they want to make sure that this guy, that they have no idea who he is. He's brand new. He's going to fucking run off with 10 minutes. Like, but he at least better go play the goddamn poker game that we're fronting. Right. And if he sucks at it, well, that's on him. Fuck him. But, like, we want to make sure he's not running off with it or whatever. Like, they just want somebody there watching their investment. And she's concerned because this is like a game of luck. Like, yes. how can you have any sort of skill? And I want to explain to you, Dan. Yeah. And then he's like, well, I know how to read people, just like I can tell that you were mm-hmm. in. That's where we get into you're an oh, orphan, no, only child. And, and you don't trust men, and you dyed your hair, and also you masturbate five times a day, and you uh, eat the apple only without the peel, and you, uh, I don't know. He gets like super... Uh, he. Obviously, doesn't say anything about the apple, but like oddly in depth about random shit because it's supposed to show how intuitive he is. He knows that he puts her left shoe on first, or what, like stupid, stupid shit. It's a lot like uh, those Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr., where because in the Sherlock Holmes stories, he was able to see someone and 
immediately size up and gauge it. And that's how he was the greatest detective ever because he could see details immediately and surmise a whole lot about you. And they're kind of playing with that, but it's just like none of it really ties to anything. They don't put any weight behind it. It's just like, oh, the fact that you said the word daddy makes me think that you're an orphan. Like, what? how, <laughs> how does that doesn't mean fucking anything? <laughs> what are you even talking about, you know? So that's what they're going for there. And so now they get to the hotel, and uh, he goes to check in. And he has a fake name, but he still checks in as Bond, James Bond. Arlington Beach, but is you'll his you'll registered name, you'll but... find the reservation under Beach. Yes. Uh, so what's the point of the cover? Why you know? Well, they already knew that I was here, so that's why. No, no they didn't. Mother, what you just announced it? What the fuck is wrong with you? Do you not understand how undercover works? No, I'm too sexy. For I'm too sexy for this job. Too sexy for this job. Killed a guy with a fob. Yep. Ah, that sounds that, pretty. All right. So is that what you wrote down there? No, I don't. That was that was. That I was bet off, you that is all written out. Right that there. was off the top of my head. Yeah, off the top of my head, y'all. Off the top of my head, y'all. I see his thumb moving very quickly on his phone. Yeah, there. moving on. I'm trying to make trying to mass <laughs> mass select so he can delete yeah. all. Yo, yeah. look, look at this guy. I'm telling <laughs> totally you, one there, totally one there. Oh, uh, too sexy for the, I'll delete. Um. Too sexy for this car. Uh, no, we do get a new car, and it has a defibrillator in it, which... Got, like, a whole magic medical yeah. kit. What, I guess, but why Why would you want that in a car? Like, you'd want that in a case that you carry around with you. <laughs> like, why is it part of the glove box of this car? It makes no fucking sense there. Uh, so we go, and we meet Rene Matisse. Matisse? Matisse. Matisse? Matisse. M-A-T-H-I-S. So, Mattis? Yeah, Matisse. Mattis. Mathis. I think he calls him Mathis. Uh, Math. uh, so, played by actor is Giancarlo Giannini. Giancarlo. So, they're sitting at this little outdoor cafe, and they're watching Le Chief. Le Chief. Le right? Here you go. <laughs> but uh, Rene is saying, oh, he's gotten close to this uh, chief of police who's sitting at this table over there at this other restaurant. And then uh, he's saying, oh, well, I might have accidentally made this call about that other police chief over there. And then all of a sudden, police show up and ar- arrest him. He, like, he planted evidence that that other police chief was taking bribes and got him arrested, moved him out of the way, so now we can move in on this poker game ah, mm-hmm, takedown mm-hmm. without police needing to worry about So now, we're back at the room, uh, and he's like, Bond is talking to Eva Green. He's like, I need you to look fabulous. I need when you walk in, everybody needs to be more worried about you than their own cards. So do do what I saw that lady do earlier that mm-hmm. I could have totally nailed and didn't, and now she's dead because of me, and I have no remorse for it. So now we get to the big game, right? Everybody had they did the whole blah 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 blah. Everybody had to pay $10 million to get into the game. Now we're pulling all that together and putting it in one big account. And everybody makes up their own password. And then whoever wins gets to type in that password and take that giant pool of, it's $10 million a person. There's like 10 people there. about So $100 million you got there. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Pretty and then, sure they're not and taxing maybe it some, either. Maybe some put in that little extra fucking bump of five, so you might end up with even more. Yeah. Um, so they all type in their password and, you know, Bond goes up and we see 
we see his hand like go to the keypad, but then it cuts to his face and he has a little smirk. Mm-hmm. Oh. And you're like, hmm. I you wonder what the password what is. C- it's B-O-O-B-L-E-S-S. <laughs> no, he's going to type in, but then if you hold it upside down, yeah, it looks like boobies. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, that's 8008. One, One, three, three five. five. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I don't know how I came up with that so fast. Surely I never did that. Um, so then we're sitting on the table Boobies. playing the game. There's a cameo here, which. Another not, one. Not much of a cameo, I guess, if you haven't seen Snatch. I haven't. I've seen Snatch. Who? Who is it? The uh, the character, or the character, we didn't ever get a name, but the actor is Ade, A-D-E. Uh, he plays Tyrone, the getaway driver. The oh, super right, fat right, guy that's trying to drive. Right. It's like, you said he was a getaway driver. Look at him. What the fuck can he get away from? Don't worry about my driving. Worry about that, that, that dog, dog drooling, drooling on, on my seats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's there. He's just the biggest, most obese guy ever. He's shaped it like. Was that a weird angle? Is that a weird? It was right behind you, Tyrone. When you reverse, things come from behind you. <laughs> It was at a weird angle. It was at a weird angle. <laughs> God, I love that movie. Uh, so anyway, he's sitting there. He's playing poker. He, I think at one point he has a line of, yeah, why aren't we playing? I mean, he has some like throw in. He doesn't really involve in the movie at all. He just, he gets to say he was in a Bond movie now. So uh, Bond loses a big hand. He's trying to like figure everybody out. Got to feel out what their, what their bluffs are, what their tails are, you know. Loses a whole bunch of money like immediately. Uh Asked for the barman. And uh, he was like, well, I he doesn't say Mountain Gay and Soda. He says gin and tonic or something. The oh, gin wait, and tonic. Wait. wait. And calls him back. Uh, three measures of Gordon's, one of vodka, half a measure of Kina Lillet, shaken over ice with a slice of lemon. Shaken, not stirred. Shaken, of course. And everybody's like, ooh, I want one of those. Oh, I want one. Maybe, maybe but hold on to the fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And finally, Mads is like, can we fucking play poker now? What the <laughs> shit? But he just totally made up this drink, which is what I honestly wanted to do because you need to have a goddamn shaken, not stirred martini for James Bond. But I wasn't going to drop like 60 plus dollars on booze for us to all have a fucking gin-based martini that we were all going to hate anyway. So I uh, <laughs> opted out of doing that. So... He excuses himself to go to the bar so he can make out with Ava as he gets his drink. And he's like, are they watching? Okay, good. I figured out his tell. You know, I know exactly what he does because blah, 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 blah. Um, also, he gets a little bug that he can plant, right? Puts it in his inhaler. And puts it in the guy's inhaler. And then the <gasps> game's on hold for an hour. Yeah, because I think I mashed up the times and from just the context that they give this first before the break, it was like seven hours or something. It's a long no, no, that no. they played. He, he says we've been playing for four straight hours. Four hours. Was we're it take, four, four on the first, first one? Oh, okay. I might be mixing it up because so I was they, trying they, to figure they, out they how play, long they were they playing. They play until like something huge happens or somebody gets bumped out or whenever there's like a definitive event. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, we're taking an hour break. Because obviously like... They don't ever stop for the night and come back the next day. Like, you're playing this fucking through, so yeah. they do Take a break some, here and there. Yeah. Now, but you're playing this until it's done. It Well, it sounds like they're playing a game. Like you're going to play $10,000 or $10 million to play, which means, and there's a one of 10 chances you're going to win. Like, 
That's a tournament. I, I didn't think that it was an actual tournament. I thought it was just a very high-stakes game, and you can back out when you're done or whenever you're done, whatever like that. Well, because why would you have an hour break if you're having like a tournament, at, at like sort of any sort of sporting event? You don't give them an hour of a break. Well, because they're they're playing game. nonstop until there's only one person left. So yeah, all of these like, people were at the same table. Whenever someone, uh, I mean, we'll get to it. It happens a few times. Whenever like someone goes all in and loses and gets now you're done, they always take a break. Like when when something happens. All right, here's a break. Go stretch your legs, get a drink, whatever. I get the I get the ten fifteen minute break stretch, but but one if you're hour? if you're sitting there for four hours straight, yeah. I mean, this is about endurance. This is a sport. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's right. My cards don't go back until they spill blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Go uh, ahead. So we take the, our first break, and my my mod Mads goes back. All right, gets up to his room. Right, Mad? there's Mad Mads or Le Chief. Le Chief. Ma- I like Mads, when you say he's Le Chief. Le Chief. But he's Mads <laughs> yeah. Mickelson, and I, I just love his name's Mads, and he's like one of the most brilliant fucking actors ever. He's so awesome. But I mean, all right, all, right. I, all of my notes are Mads, but I'll try to say Le Chief Mads. just for you. Uh, but he goes up and he has this fucking hot ass blonde in his room, right? That's right. And yeah, took this break from the game. Going to go up here, get a little honey, honey. You know what I'm saying? I got I got some extra pound in my pencil, if you know what I'm talking about. A little bit of white tiger extract. Yeah, right. I was hoping you guys would remember <laughs> that from last week. Hey, I can kill you with this apple. I'm going to put some pound in your pencil. Coming at you with the pencil. <laughs> yeah, pound in your pencil. So they start, like, making out, but these two guys grab them. Right? And they're like... Buzzkill. They're, yeah, they're all like, where's the money? Where's the fucking money, where's shithead? Where's the fucking money, shithead? And Mads is like, I think it's down there. Let me take another look. Uh, obviously you're not a golfer. Uh, no, but these are, these are the freedom fighters from the openings into the movie that he takes all that money from. And he says he's going to store it, but he invests it poorly and it goes south. And now they realize they can't access their money cause it's gone. So now they're going to fucking murder him. Um, and they're like, we're going to, well, they say something about taking a hand, and you think they're going to take his, but they go and they grab hers, and they're going to cut her hand off. Mm-hmm. And Mads Lashif doesn't even say anything or react in any way. He's Multiple like, reaction. And the fucking freedom fighter guys, whatever, they're like, you need to find a new boyfriend. He <laughs> like, <laughs> didn't even care. This is bad. Uh, so... Eventually, like, Bond is wise, and he follows, and he's listening through the door, and Eva Green is there, and he wants her to, like, go down the stairway. But before he works out this little plan, before that can really go, the guys are coming out the door, right? Uh, Without any limbs. They didn't cut any limbs off. Um, So he goes and pulls a fight club where he stands with her in a doorway and makes out Mm -hmm. to try to cover. Um. And the two guys just walk past, but one happens to see the earpiece, the little spy earpiece. Uh, I don't know how Bond knows that he saw that, because the guy sees it and keeps walking, and then turns around later. He's giving him. Uh, he's he, he's keeping one of his eyes on on this guy the whole time. He's got like the chameleon eyes where they can go different directions. Or it was something. Uh, yeah, day five of training. 
uh, as a double yeah, O. Yeah, day five is a double O. You can when I got my double O, dude, I remember it took me a while, but uh, yeah, chameleon eyes were, I think it was early on. Yeah. I say day five, but it means like month six or so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and you know, and everybody has their own learning curve. Yeah, look Maybe at my eyes. Just- I'll do it right now. Did that's, you see it? That's amazing, dude. Isn't that cool? That's amazing. <laughs> I learned that. Um, Don't tell so, anybody, though. I, I mean, you already did. Between, so. you, between <laughs> you and me, man. Just you and me and absolutely nobody else. Yeah. So uh, then we get our next action scene because, you know, it's been about 20 minutes in a Bond movie. We have to have an action scene, right? Yeah, that's right. So uh, go through the door into the stairway and he hides a little bit, and the guy comes fucking rushing through to get him, and he kicks him the fuck over the railing, and he falls like <laughs> six six floors down. I don't know how many. Yeah, it was an ample amount. Uh, far enough that he did. Yeah. He did. He yep. did. Uh, so kicks that dude down, and then, again, Bond doesn't know how to actually fight, and he just grapples this guy as they fall down the stairs, and you watch the whole thing of them fighting each other all the way down every flight of stairs. Uh, and I mean, it's pretty awesome. It's it's a well done fight scene. Yeah, pretty good. Um, Not and Jackie th- Chan quality, no, but it's good. No, no, no. Uh, and he didn't like he didn't pull a Patrick Bateman and just drop a chainsaw or anything cool like that. He had he had to take the fall with the guy the whole time. That would have been pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) Out of nowhere, there hasn't even been a chainsaw in this whole movie, and he just pulls one out of nowhere like Bugs Bunny. (laughs) Fucking bitch! (laughs) And then laugh, blood pouring down his face and shit. Uh, So anyway, they get down to the bottom, and he chokes the guy to death, right? He's like laying on the ground, fucking legs wrapped around the guy, arm around his neck, just... And it's brutal, and I love it. Like, they don't, so many times it's always so smooth and fast and quick and clean and whatever, but uh, they, no, I've never wrapped my arms and legs around a person and choked them to death, but I would imagine there's a lot of fighting going on. Like, it's not a smooth, clean process. Uh, So I like that. Um, yeah, I like that it's not a smooth, clean process. Uh, Sounded really shit. So then, yeah, yeah. he tells her to go find uh, go find Renee and tell him where I've hid the bodies, right? And I'm going to go clean up. So he goes back up to his room, wipes all the blood off his face, tries to clean up his wounds, changes suits, drinks some whiskey. My man, drinking some whiskey. My man. And now we get back to the table. Uh, and he has a little dig. Mad says something. Uh, Le Chief, sorry says something uh, about there's some blood on you. He's like, oh, uh, at least I'm not crying it or something. Like, he says some little fucking shitty line at, at Le Chief. Uh, so, But we don't get to see this next round. We cut immediately to the next break in the game. And we're back in his room. And he walks into the room, uh, sees a broken wine glass. Eva Green is... Man! shower she is in the shower crying so i guess yeah she not that upset about kissing a man but yeah she is in the shower crying i uh, just not used to violence and watching multiple people being murdered yeah so he goes and he he still in a suit lays in the shower next to her and then sucks on her fingers That's for some reason <laughs> yeah thing. like She's like, I can't get the dirt, the blood off my yeah, hand. And she's I like, let me I try. I can't wash the blood off my hand. And he just sucks her fingers. Like, 
wrap your arms around her, hold her close, <laughs> maybe give her a little kiss on the head, like something consoling, but let me just suck your fingers, person I've just met. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> it's a lot like that. Uh, so the next, now we're the, the next morning. He's talking to Renee. Like, do you have any trouble with the bodies? And Renee just looks at him and makes a phone call. And we're like up in a balcony, right, looking down. And there are all these cars somehow parked in a sort of semicircle pattern as these cops are talking to these guys. So I don't know what situation in a hotel parking lot you would ever have this setup. But here we are. Uh, And these cops are talking to these guys. And all of a sudden the phone rings inside the trunk of, a car, of the yeah. car. So they open the trunk and see these dead bodies. And, uh, yeah, it was just all a ploy. We took out Le Chief's guys. This is really going to drive him nuts. We're really getting his head. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, so now we're back to the game. We get we meet Felix, who's played by Jeffrey Wright. Uh, he's not really doing well. Mads uh, <clears throat> Le Chief Thank you. made a million-dollar bet. A million dollars and one. That's a hell of a raise. Hell yeah. Uh, so Felix folds, but Bond raises him. Oh, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> I know your tell. I got you. I got you, bitch. He sees him doing the thing. Yeah. So then all in. Oh, going all in. All right, motherfucker. Let's go all in. I know. I know. Let's go. Oh, wait. What? I lost. That's the sound of the... All of the wind being taken out of the room <laughs> when when James Bond loses all of the fucking money. Uh, what about that tell? You said you knew it was tell. Well, guess I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so now again a break because I take a break when someone loses all of their fucking money. Uh, and he's like following Le Chief. He's got this knife. He's like, I'm just gonna do it. Fuck it. I don't have any money. I can't. Like he was pissed off. He's I like, yeah, I'm going to go shank this guy. <laughs> well, the whole point of this was to take him down. It's like, well, I can't finish the game to take him down. So fuck it. I'm just going to. What do you mean take him down? Like take like take his money? Like after, so after we gamble his money and take his money, we kill him? Well, what was like the point of right, like, going yeah, and stabbing I, him? Did they say anything about that? Like what? Why is I this all hinged like, on a poker game? Yeah. And why is James Bond not just because, like trying to. Take him out secretly. Because he's already lost a bunch of money and people are already trying to kill him. So if you beat him at this game. You can take his then, money. Then what? And he still dies. And then and then how, why, if you're going to arrest him, why not just arrest him before the game? It seems like a lot of work why to not, try to kill him. Yeah, guy. why do you, why, why do we need the poker game for this? Because we, we named the, the take, movie before we made yeah. the movie. <laughs> And we need it. Well, casino. How, how is one how, casino yeah, in this thing? There's, there's no way ever that arresting a criminal hinges on a poker game, on winning or losing a poker game. Yeah, it was just a weird concept. So he grabs a butter knife and so he yeah, he follows like, him with a butter knife. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking kill this motherfucker. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking shake him like we're in prison. Yep. This is gonna, this is gonna happen. But Felix stops him. Turns out he's with the CIA, and he's like, look. I'm going to give you your $5 million buy-in. You can get back in because you're, you're better at this than I am. Like, you're still in the game and he's not. What the he's fuck? He's like, you- I'm barely treading water. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm already out and broke. So what the fuck do you mean? 
But yeah, like, look, well, we're gonna. Apparently, he. They don't show this. It's another continuity thing. You only see him like, like either win or lose against uh, One Eye, uh, TLC over there, and then. <laughs> Uh, left eye, old left eye over there. Yeah, um, yeah, I get but it. But at one point, he does buy in after this point. Uh, after this point, and then he's like, all of a sudden, he's like so stacked oh, up. Just, all those blue oh, chips killing. that he had there, killing. Are, those blue chips are one million dollar chips, and, and he has like twelve or thirteen of them stacked up. And you're like, and then the there are the little cards that are like even more. Yeah, yeah. So they're well, they're they're square chips, giant square yeah, chips. Yeah. Those are yeah. That denomination is like I think it was half a million each which, one. Which after he. Does this thing he hands, he gives the dealer one yeah. of them? Yeah. Like, what, dude, a half a million? Damn. He just won like 200-something million dollars here. That's chump change. There you go. That was that's awesome. Like, that's like fucking walking down the street and flipping a guy a quarter at that point. Dealer was all like, shit. Dealer was all like, thank you, sir. That's because, it, cheap look, ass. I'm saying if, if you're a dealer at games like this, you're like, I better at least get two hundred fifty to $500,000 tip out of this month. You only got to do one on game top, every on year. On top of the, the payment I'm getting for being a dealer, but you're winning hundreds of millions of dollars. If you can't fucking kick me five, 500 Gs, I mean... Come on, man. I think it's a classy move to... Come on, man. Exactly. I think it's a classy move to tip the dealer after, after you win. After you, after you win big? You make a yeah. big win, you're just like, here you go. There's a little oh, man, bit man, it's you. like, oh, not only did he just beat all our asses, oh, but he's a classy dude, too. It's like the extra extra little badass at the end. Yeah. They have their little... They have their own little tip uh, box that they, like, collect at the end. They probably walk... Oh, dude, they make money, so dude. much fucking money. It's probably a good business to be in. He made, he made cards all day. more money than nine out of ten of those guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's true. So, so anyway, the CIA gives James... Now the CIA is funding this. Mm-hmm. And they say, look, you can keep the winnings. We don't care. I mean, we're America. We don't care about money. What the right. fuck are you talking about? We just want to be the ones to take them in. That's all. So... Uh, now, now there's a blonde lady that pours something in a drink. Of course, it's Bond's drink. Yeah. Ugh. Dump something now. That's dump something. Dump amateur something. move that he didn't know. Yeah. He fucking drinks it. Of course he drinks. So he's at, at this point, he's doing well. Really, really well in the game. Like you said. Uh, oh, yeah. And, we see all those chips. Oh, my God, dude. You can't even see his face through all the chips piled up in front of him. <laughs> Not like, like a, we didn't even get a montage. They had, to bring, they had to bring in little jacks to hold up that corner of the table. There's so much shit stacked up. There's so yeah. much weight. Not uh, one fucking montage. Not one. Okay. Even Rocky had a montage. Even Rocky can't, can't had get a montage. a montage in this. Uh, but then all of a sudden, he, he notices. He takes a drink, and he's like, Immediately can tell, like, oh shit, I was poisoned, and he just leaves the table. And the dealer tries to say something to him, like, "You, you, you can't leave. We're not on a break." Something, and he just goes out, uh, chugs a bunch. I love that he walks by a table, grabs a salt shaker, and then grabs a glass of water from another table and makes a really, really strong salt water concoction to chug to try to make him to make him throw up. Yeah, uh, pretty fucking smart. Good, Flush good. it out. Gets out to the car because that's where his fucking heart monitor thing is. I have to get to my car. Thank God I got a close parking spot. <laughs> I didn't have to valet because I would have no idea where my car is. Um, so he gets the car and he calls for help and they're talking him through the defibrillator process, right? They try to and as he goes and he's trying to hit the button, it's not working. And then he realizes the little red wire isn't plugged in. It's always the red wire. Always the fucking red wire, man. And then he like kind of has a little 
weird little look on his face and drops. Isn't it funny, too, that everybody's listening in on him and, like, trying to give him advice, and, like, not one of them are doctors. Right. He just got <laughs> fucking poisoned, and he's going into cardiac also, arrest. Also, uh, defibrillators don't do a goddamn thing. But jumpstart. Like, it just, like, makes your heart pump once. A bit. Uh, even if your heart stops when you're dead, they don't <laughs> shock you back to life. When your heart goes into fibrillation, that means it's not beating steadily. Yeah. It's out of rhythm. So the only thing that the shock pads, the only thing that a defibrillator does is shock your heart back into a standard rhythm. That's it. If you're dead, if your heart's not beating, sure, CPR, the shock isn't going to do anything, period. So every movie, every medical TV show you've ever seen where they like, clear, try to shock a heart to stop it. No, that's... They don't do that. They just realign the fucking rhythm of the beats. That's what defibrillation. That's what the fibrillation. So, defibrillation. I got my. Defib- <laughs> I had to so, use one of them when Dolph Lundgren moved my heart. Yeah, when Dolph Lundgren punched my heart out of place, we had defibrillator back into location. What am I doing? I was going for Coke. I want the Coke. I want the Coke. Coca Cola. Yeah, the I meant the Cola. Oh God, what was that? Uh, Freddy's Dead, the sixth Freddy Krueger movie. Uh, there's an opening scene. This dude's like running along, you know, trying to stay awake, doing whatever. And he gets to this place and he's like, I need some Coke. I mean, Nicola. And like screams. The, <laughs> I mean, Nicola. Um, anyway, because you don't want to go to sleep, you know, Freddy. So anyway, he doesn't get the thing plugged in. He dies. But luckily, Ava Green comes along or I guess Vesper. Have we ever say that her name's Vesper? Yeah, I think so. Not yeah, that well, it really matters until a little bit later that her name's Vesper Lind, but she's Vesper. Yeah, Vesper. And she plugs it in. James Bond says something like, oh, did your parents hate you or something? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, during their sizing each other up in the fucking dinner yeah. car of the train. Um, so she plugs it in and... Hits the button. Kickstarts his heart like the Motley Crue song. Kickstart, Kickstart my heart, baby. That's not... Uh, it, improv. Oh, right. Uh, that was written because fucking Mick Mars overdosed on heroin, died, went to the hospital, was brought back alive when he left the hospital, went home, and immediately started shooting up again and wrote the song Kickstart My Heart because they had to bring it back to life from heroin. Doesn't little history, surprise me. little history of Molly Yeah. Band like Molly Crew, they have <laughs> drug problems? No way. <laughs> you would have thought. So she gets him back to life, and he immediately comes back to the game. And uh, everybody's like, oh, we thought we thought you had left, you know. And he sits back down. Sorry, that last hand nearly killed me. <laughs> oh, great Bond move. I great, was thinking, you know, great like, Bond line. Because he had to go up and change his shirt and everything. And yeah. I was thinking, okay, he sat down there and had that ready, right in the, right in the holster, right ready in the chamber. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, Sit. Oh. But imagine, imagine him like trying to come up with that while he's getting ready. He's all like getting his bow tie going. He's like, "That last one nearly killed me." Like, yeah. oh, that's exactly what do you what think I'll he say. went through? What are the rejected lines before he got to that? Before one? he got to it, uh, that last hand nearly fucked me up. Five uh, finger death like, death like punch. <laughs> I uh, last one made me sick. No, 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 no. That's not. That's not. That's not near strong enough. Uh, let's see poker, you know. Uh, let's uh, see uh, diamonds. That one really clubs poked me to death. No, no poker. God, stupid. I hardly know her. Yeah, poker. I hardly know her. But here's the all right. Here's another thing. Uh, so when they get to the rooms, right? Him and him and Vesper, 
Uh, they each have separate rooms because they're pretending to be a married couple, or a couple at least. And she's like, oh, yeah, but we're Catholic, so we can't share a room until we're married. And he's like, oh, I do hate when religion gets in the way. <laughs> um, but he gets a suit in his room, and he's even like, this is tailored. How did you know? And she's like, oh, I sized you I up sized on the train. I sized you up. I, I'm that good. It, okay, fine. Bullshit, but fine. Fine. Yeah, this no, motherfucker no. has changed shirts four times, suits twice. She gave him one suit. Where are all these extra goddamn clothes coming from? Every time he gets blood on him, he murders two people, he dies, whatever. He's constantly going back and putting on fresh clothes. She got you one suit. Where is all this coming from? Where? From the MI6? uh... Yeah, continuity (laughs) fucking error. He had one suit bag. One. He didn't have a whole bunch of shit in there. Well, so, who's got a fucking defibrillator in their car? Christ's sake, he's yeah. got some magic. He does. Uh, got some secret agent magic. Some double probably out. after that that first break when he put on a new suit, they were like, "Fuck! All right, call in another backup." <laughs> Next break, God damn it again! Fucking another backup. You know what? Give him a baker's dozen. Just fucking <laughs> <laughs> just roll it all in there. Jesus Christ! Uh, so now we're back at the game. All right. Next hand, he's he's at twenty or uh, not? He the 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 pot. The pot is at $24 million. Woo! $24 million on one hand of poker. Uh, and fucking. Now, now, it sounds like it's a lot, which it is a lot, but. It like, sounds like it's like a lot. In terms of like how, what chip denomination they're using, like, um, like the blinds are like at 10,000, uh, 10, 20,000. And so it really, it's, it seems like there's a lot, but there's not a lot of chips and the way that they're playing. Like, you could. Absolutely. Say Putting that. it in perspective, million. if you were like doing a ten dollar buy in game with your buddies, yeah, this would be like fifty bucks. <laughs> no, but you can you you'd feel the same amount of pressure for twenty four million as you would go. Shit, there's about a hundred dollars in that pot, man. Holy, yeah. hundred fucking bucks. And then you're like, should I bluff? I've got the best. I could buy here. so much pizza with that. Um, Super size it. Oh, I could even splurge for stuffed crust. Um, all right, so we're sitting at 24, and Lashif raises another 12. Fucking adds 12. So now we're at 36 million. A $12 million raise is a big fucking raise. Well, it's half the pot. I mean, that's a pretty standard raise. Half? Yeah, half the pot. Just half over again. So, but then Bond's like, all right, motherfucker. Here's $40,500,000 and all in, just pushes everything he has. Now, remember, five minutes ago in the story, yeah. he's got $5 million. He just lost $10 million. He's in for $5 million. And now he's up to $40,500,000. Well, left in his thing. So if there's 12- After having 12 out there already. Well, yeah. so that's... If well, he, would, he would have had to have had 12 in also, right? Uh, the twelve million dollar or twenty four million dollar thing in there means everybody's at that level. It's not twenty four million total. It's that's what everybody's at. Well, uh, what wasn't uh, correct? What's his name? In that, no, Felix in that, was in that pot as well. But in the how poker work, like if if the hand is sitting at twenty four million, that's not total of everything in the middle. That's like what we're all sitting at bet wise. Uh, no, 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 no. If there's twenty four million in the pot, 
Uh, it doesn't matter. It, that how that often is representation. Do you keep, how often do you keep track of what's in the pot? You just keep track of what the current bid is. Well, you would know what the big blind, the big blind and small blind are always going to be part of the pot when you start off in poker. So whatever that may be, I don't know how many times they've raised the blinds by now, but okay. I'm sure it's, it could be simply at five, 500,000 500, to 1 million um, as a pot, especially if they're playing a tournament. It's going to get those kind of stakes, and that's how easily you can get up to 24 million if there was at least three. But that doesn't mean playing. that everybody has to be sitting at 24 million to no. still be in? No, you just have to be in there. Um, so it looks like they're raising the blinds every time, either through like after four hours or after a break, um, or when there's a catastrophic win or a catastrophic loss. Mm-hmm. So if somebody won, um, they'll sometimes raise the bet. Remember when he came back in, he's all like, uh, after he lost his 10 million, he comes, sits back down. He's all like, all right, are we raising the blind? Are we raising the blind yet? Oh, okay. All right. All right. Because it makes the action go, uh, makes the, like I said, 24 million. things along faster it, for sure. Yeah. So there's more money on the table now. All right. All right. So he, uh, anyway, he pushes $40 million in after losing everything and having to come back at $5 million. Uh, so we get Felix, the CIA guy, has a flush. Then we get a full house. Then we get... Straight flush. Then we get a higher full house. Ooh, oh, right, right, right. higher full house. And then Bond wins with a straight flush. And wins the whole motherfucking thing. Yeah, he takes out three opponents all at once. All at once. Everybody had to go in, and he just fucking takes them all, including Le Chief. Freak out! Freak out! Le Chief. Le Chief. Freak out! That's a cool little funk guitar in that. All right, so now he's having dinner with Vesper, Evergreen. I'm having dinner. He's I think I'll name this the Vespa. She's like, oh, why? Because it's bitter and it makes your asshole pucker or whatever. You know, I think I'll call that a Vespa. Because your butthole? Because of the bitter aftertaste. Makes your butthole pucker? Because once you've tasted it, that's all you want to drink. I mean, he is in there. He... She saved his life, so he knows she cares at least a little bit. And then he wins. He gets the fucking British government their money back. Like, he's done it. And he knows, oh. Oh, she is hook, line, and sinker I got this, Brad. Ah, Vesper Lind. That's don't, right. Gonna get it. Gonna gon get, get it. it. Well, but that, yeah, that line, once you've tasted it, it's all you want to drink. Mm. But he hasn't tasted her yet, so he's putting that in, putting that in there. Well, She'd he did like, taste her. He has not. Yeah, he's. Uh, they have he, not he, hooked up yet. He made out with her, and he's all like, "Tastes good. Tastes wonderful." Oh, in the shower? No, no, no. When he walks back after the first mm. break, he yeah, for show at the thing, but he hasn't tasted her. Oh, her. But that's you not what, what I mean? he's referring to. But it could mean both of those things. It's a double yeah. on. So then, of course, because she's a woman in a movie, she gets kidnapped. Yeah, I will hunt you down. <laughs> this could have been a good ending for the the movie, right? Like, just right. like okay, you won, so, you won, and uh, you won. That's it. And he's gonna die or get arrested. And then the we CIA. just need a quick scene where he kills Lashif, and then we go. That's it. And no, but she gets kidnapped, thrown into a car. So now we get. You think? 
Oh, obligatory car chase. We, of course, have to have a car chase, right? We're going to have to... Oh, wait, no, not a car chase, because as he's racing along, all of a sudden, she's laying in the middle of the road. They threw her out of that the car. That part was fucking crazy, because, right? he, yeah, he's driving on the fucking Autobahn looking like that, and the road is always nice it's and dark. wet. Yeah. Nice, dark, and wet. And he comes around a corner and sees her laying she there, just shows tied up, there. up like... Uh, tape over her mouth, like she's been laid on a fucking, then, like she's been taken like to uh, spit. Uh, she was taken to a set of railroad tracks by a man with a very <laughs> thin, distinguished mustache. Yes, yeah. And so he sees her and like cranks the wheel and just fucking spins out. Car goes flipping off into a field. He goes fucking. Uh, uh, he goes deaf leopard on that shit. <laughs> What's the guy's name? I don't know. Drummer for Def Leppard. Yeah, That's I think I it's his know. name. All right, I told you the best joke ever. Go ahead. What has nine arms and sucks? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Def Leppard. <laughs> Def Leppard. Look at this photograph. No, that's that's uh. That's Nickelback. They do have a song called Photograph, right? Photograph. Uh, Def, yeah, Def Leppard does I have a song called Photograph. I don't want you. I don't need you. Photograph. You like that? You good? You good? No, that was exactly the song. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's all I know from it. All right. <laughs> Actually, I would rather listen to... I would much rather listen to that little clip than the actual song. All right, so... They grab him... Kidnap him, and they dig the chip out of his arm. Yep. They know about, they know about it. They know exactly where it is, and they get that right. Uh, and Lashif says, "I'm afraid your friend Mathis is really my, my friend Mathis." Ooh, that sucks. That definitely sucks. So now, of course, action movie. We're in a warehouse. Yes. Right. Just chains and hooks. Fucking hanging from the ceiling randomly everywhere. Well, because if you go to any warehouse. Oh, just chains and hooks hanging everywhere, dude. Yeah. Everywhere. Case end point. Yeah. yeah. Very realistic. Yeah. Show me one that doesn't have it. Yeah. Then I'll show you uh, that is not a warehouse. That's not a warehouse. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Your honor. <laughs> People of the so, jury. So they cut uh, the seat out of this chair. Yeah. Like a, it's like a wicker like a, sort a wicker of chair. bottom chair, but it's. Like a solid well, a wooden frame. chair with, with a yeah wooden chair with like a wicker seat, like the worst chair ever. Yeah, and they cut the wicker part out of the seat, and then throw a tied up James naked James Bond into it because I thought it was something that they're gonna you know, sit him there and he's gonna have to shit eventually, but they don't want to deal with it, so they got they'll slide uh, a yeah 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 they'll slide a bucket there and let him sit there for as long as he needs to. But and no, sweats sadly, him. that's not what we're doing. Uh, first off, our movie really? our movie makers really just wanted a chance for us to see Daniel Craig without clothes on again. Well, yeah. it had only been like forty minutes since yeah. the beach scene. Yeah, and we got to make sure that we see this man's glorious body again. <laughs> you will take care of and your body. Lashif Lashif even says something. Oh, you take great care of your body. Wow. Like, mm. he's even impressed. Yeah. Mm. Oh, work oh. out, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Looking good, you are. <laughs> good enough to lick, you are. <laughs> Better watch what you say. <laughs> <laughs> or talk right. Talk right, Or yeah. get raped. Talk right or get raped. That's, that's talk correct. Talk, talk correct. correct. Is talk that correct. it? Talk correct or get raped. All right, so now... <laughs> 
now he's tied up, sitting in this chair. The chief is trying to talk to him, whatever, and he has this thick, heavy rope that's tied into like, like a giant multiple knot knots or at, the end. at the end. And it's, I mean, it's like barely wrap your hands all the way around it. Thick, it's thick, thick dude. Fucking it's like a rope. beehive. Almost. It's like something you'd like more a boat with. Yeah, or you're something. tying boats to shore <laughs> with this fucking rope, and then he has yeah, like a whole series of knots at the end. So it's just a big heavy bundle of rope. Yeah, it yeah. almost looks like they tied a couple knots and then just like dunked it in cement. And I so- mean, it, it's gnarly looking. And he's just walking around kind of swinging it. And it's like, I need your password. You won. All the money's yours. I need your password. I want the money, Lebowski. Yes, because I have <laughs> to pay I have to pay back these freedom fighter guys that I ripped off. Otherwise, they're going to kill me. I need to get this money. Give me the fucking password. And he's not going to say it. So fucking old Lashif starts swinging it, swinging it up under the chair right in the fucking pills. You got the sound clip? Do you see what happens, Larry, when oh, you fuck no. the Oh, no. God damn it, Moose. <laughs> we get... It happened, and once is enough, but it, it's five, maybe six times. The, the threat of it is enough. Yeah, but it happens, and we see yeah. him... Full on, like, build momentum. And then swing it under and hit him right in the hanging dick. At what point of, like, double O M I six training, like, what day does that happen? Yeah, how do you toughen up your twig and berries to be able to withstand that sort of assault? Yeah, it's interesting, man. Uh, we've seen a lot of nut, tr- nut trauma in this program this it takes a, it all yeah we've seen and men I've, getting split in half usually seen... been brought up like oh hey there's nut trauma in this <laughs> we didn't bring it up in this movie because holy fuck it's so is... far beyond <laughs> and it this happens, is this is this is nut trauma it happens so many times over and over and over and bond screams of course he's just loving and it. then and then we get our opening line don't you have the clip no the whole world's gonna know that you don't scratch your fucking you died scratching my oh, bull. I died. And then you mad. I died. Yeah. I, I died. No matter what you do, I'm not going to give you the password, which means your clients are going to hunt you down and cut you into little pieces of meat while you're still breathing. Because if you kill me, there'll be nowhere else to hide. But you are so wrong. <laughs> because even after I slaughtered you and your little girlfriend, your people would still welcome me with open arms. Because they need... What I know. The big picture. The big picture. And then she starts screaming in the next room. Uh, so, yeah. He, uh, they, they keep doing that, though. And, and I, I do have a note here. I, I want to make sure I, I catch that uh, Mads Milkison is really, uh, really pounding his pencil here. He is pounding his pencil. <laughs> He's really pounding his pencil. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there. Yeah. He is literally pounding his pencil. Yeah. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. We used pound a pencil earlier. Just making sure that it's... That, that you, all right. He was, he was able to counteract it because he took the dragon extract. <laughs> did he Google it somehow? Because that's all that that dude did in both of that. was, I make a phone you call. You all of that information yeah. from that. And what Christian Slater's like, oh, great. Your cop work is Google. <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah, we hear Vesper 
scream in the next room. We hear gunshots. The door opens. We don't see who's in the doorway. But uh, what Mads looks up all surprised. But then we, we do see it's Mr. White from the beginning of the movie, and he fucking shoots Le Chief in the head. Yes. Takes him out. All right. So now we cut and a movie. Right? Yeah. Bond, Bond is sitting in this wheelchair recovering from having his fucking testicles absolutely destroyed. Yeah. He'll never uh, be the same. Oh, God, no. He's never having kids. Matter of fact, if you have to take both of those scenes um, from when he was talking and getting his nuts ripped versus this one, you can hear a, a slight difference. Uh, and his voice? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a couple uh, semitones. Uh, higher? Higher, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been turned into uh, castrato, I'm the most as they used to do back back in the days when uh, sacred music. So they would they would make castratos, castrato, which means they cut the balls off of small boys before puberty could hit, mm-hmm. so that they would always have a high angelic voice. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I've done that a couple times to some young boys, and uh, it's true. That's and mark the tape. <laughs> <laughs> that's some weird Miyagi type shit there, buddy. That's that's different than grooming a bonsai tree. Um, <laughs> all right, so no, he's sitting in this wheelchair, right? And Rene Matisse, the guy that's actually Le Chief's friend, is trying to talk to him. Uh, and he's in and out. Bond is in and out of consciousness, right? He's like not really sure where he is, what's going on. Uh, just had his fucking cock and ball smashed. You know, he's trying to get trying to get his shit together and Matisse is like we don't know why they shot everybody and you were left alive I I don't know he's like well here take this glass of water and Bond obviously does not drink that glass of water because he knows this guy's just put it on Jimmy yeah just put on these glasses (laughs) just put on the fucking glasses just have have some of this water just just definitely have some of this water and Bond's like "Eh." no I'm glad that I'm kind of an invalid in a wheelchair so that I can just not grab that glass of water and drink it at all. And, and But then these two guys come up and tase Matisse and carry him out, right the fuck out, take care of that problem. And then he's out, he passes out again, wakes up the next time, Vesper, Evergreen is there, and she's all about him. Oh, my God, she's like, like they've been married for fucking 20 years. Like, That's she's right. just... You can uh, have me anytime, like, anyone, yeah, anywhere, like, <laughs> right so, now if you want. I'm so glad that I have you here. Like, I'm so glad while I'm doing through this, I have you here. And she's like, you can have me anywhere. Which, do you mean, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Do you mean anywhere like in this compound, anywhere in the room, anywhere in this hotel? Or do you mean like you can- anywhere, if you know what I'm no. saying? <laughs> what are we she talking about? Well, she was like, you could put it in my butt. <laughs> But if you want, he's he's so hopped up on panko. But if I want what? But if you want, oh, you mean butthole sex? Yes, <laughs> that's what I would like. Knocking at my back door. He's <laughs> knocking at my back door. Oh yes, back door I'm a butt skin. loving. He would have some British way of saying it though. Yeah, we've, we call it donut romping. <laughs> donut romping. Yes. Back in London where I grew up. That's what we called it. That's better than what Donut I was going to go for, but yeah. Oh, uh, Led Zeppelin summed it up when they said, in through the outdoor. In through the outdoor, yes. <laughs> uh, so now the they're sitting there and you're talking about anal sex like you do. We call it camping. Tamping? <laughs> camping. 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 Yes. Camping. Because we're going in the outdoor. Mm. 
Ah, I get it. I get Mother it. Nature. Mother Nature. Lifestyles of the rich and the famous. Setting up my tent in your outdoors, if you know what I mean. Uh, but so they're they're talking, and uh, the Swiss bank guy runs up, just 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 comes running up, like this is a fucking Tex Avery cartoon. I don't know where he just comes running up. Oh, oh yes, okay, okay. Now we we need to type in this account in here. That is, and now we just need your password. Sorry that I'm taking you uh, so quickly, but uh, 120 yeah. million dollars is a load of money to be carried. Yeah, on. and so. He's like, why don't you type it in? She goes, I don't know what the fuck your password is. Oh, yes, you do. P-E-S-P-E-R. I don't know why I'm giving him like a Monty Python British accent when he's... I like that you're kind of giving more of like a... He's a Bond <laughs> British. He's way more smooth. Michael like, Michael Caine. Oh, you know exactly what that password is. Yeah, that's better than other. <laughs> you filthy cunt. You filthy cunt. Why do we forget our passwords, Why Mr. do we Wayne? forget our passwords, Mr. Wayne? <laughs> so, that- so we can type them in again. So that troublesome cunts can type it for us. So Phone. we can go to our email. <laughs> so that we have to click on the forgot my password tab. And then they email it to us. And then we have to go back and say, pick new password. And we type it in. And then they say, new password can't be the same as previous password. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck are we even doing, mate? All right, Charles. Michael Caine, Bronson. Yeah, going all over the place. So <laughs> anyway... Uh, she figures out that the password that he set was Vesper. Which, now, listeners, when you watch this movie, what he types in at that scene... And was on not the Vesper. Boat, he hits all, like, V-E-S-P-E-R, all those numbers. V-S-P-R are all way down at the bottom of the keyboard, if you know. And uh, he hits mostly shit up on the top of the keyboard. Make sure he hits the fucking seven that has an R at the end of it, but he hits it like three or four times before he gets to it. I'm sorry, there's an S and P three or four times before that R. That's right. So a little bit of a continuity bullshit there, but Vesper is the password. And so then all of a sudden they've got all this money. They even say they love each other and they're making out and uh, he's going to give up the spy life. He's done. You know, James... I just wanted to know that if all there was left of you oh my God. was your smile and your little finger, you'd be more of a man than anyone I've ever met. That's because you know what I can do with my little finger. <laughs> I mean, great on him. Swap, no swap way to save out. one of the stupidest things I've ever... I would have said... That's the stupidest thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. Shut up, baby. I know it. But he's like, <laughs> okay, so if I'm nothing but a little finger, you know, but he saves it because he's fucking Bond. He's suave. He saves it. But God, that was so fuck. God, there was nothing left of you but your eyes and your little finger. You'd be more of a man than anybody. Shut the fuck up. God, shut the fuck up. It was pretty corny. It was, but I do love, it's because you know what I can do with my little finger. Little In fact, my legs don't even work. I'm in a wheelchair, but let me show you what this finger can do, eh? I could kill you with this little <laughs> finger. I could, I could kill you and make you come so much. <laughs> Your choice, love. <laughs> <laughs> now get over here and make my London Bridge come down, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> all right, Michael, okay. <laughs> Uh All right, so... So now they're like cruising around on a boat. And at this point, you're just like, we get it. The villain's dead. 
The problem is solved. Stop with the epilogue. We- but it's not. <laughs> so you're thinking like, what the fuck? And so they're on this boat cruising around the Venice canals and she looks over and it's like, she sees this guy and she freaks out and is like, was that, was that Matt? Was that Le Chiffre there? Wait, what? What the fuck? Who the fuck was that guy? See an ominous figure, an yeah. ominous looking oh, person. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Anyway, oh, well, forget about it. Let's fuck again. I mean, why not? I mean, that guy might be hunting us across the world. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's dead. Maybe he's not. But nothing we can do about it. Let's fuck. If you knew exactly that your your life was near the end, wouldn't you want to get one last oh bang God. in? Uh, let, me get, let me get as many nuts as I can. Might as well. Call me a squirrel. I'm storing I mean, nuts. after having them fucking crushed, you ah. gotta oh, go for you it. You know he's shooting blanks. All the more, he doesn't have to pull out. That's right. All dogging. Shooting blanks. I can point it to anybody. They don't care. <laughs> doesn't matter. So, <laughs> so then they're hanging out in this hotel room talking about money. And she's like, no, I want to get money because, yes, he's like, I've got I've got enough to cover us. We don't have to worry about anything ever again. And she's like, yeah, I know, but I like, I want to contribute something. Like, I still want to, I want to have a part in this. I don't want to just like mooch. I don't want to be a pure mooch. So I'm gonna go to the bank and uh, get get my money out. All right. And he's like, oh, okay, all right, all right. So uh, while she's gone, M calls him, and he's. Because he had emailed, like, he sent what? Dear M, I resign now. Thank you. That is all, Bond, to James Bond. And that was the whole fucking email. And she calls him and is like, yeah, I got your fucking email. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we're going to get get to that later. I I ain't buying that bullshit. But uh, what did did you do with the winnings? Yeah, are you going to? We're still waiting on it, yeah. Yeah, and he's like. You don't miss me? What the the fuck do you mean? She's like, the winnings were, were never deposited we don't what do you what, you never finish the fucking deal man come on man so he ends up fucking like running and chasing her trying to find the bank where she's doing this and yeah she because she typed in the account numbers that's of right. course she guessed his password because it was super sweet but she typed in the account number so she sent all that money to an account of her predetermined locale so uh now we get down to some more shit that's just when you're like why is the epilogue of this movie taking forever why good they fuck and then the sun comes up and they're all in love and then they fuck again like why do we need so much of this Ah, oh, she's fucking him over so now he's following her down the streets he sees her because she has like the red coat Something like yeah, like a red up. business suit on. Yeah, and he follows her into this thing. She like goes into this sort of like courtyardish, like opening in the midst of of abandoned buildings, I guess. Yeah. And uh, like a an abandoned city square or something like uh, that. Yeah, and and the guy's trying to get shit from her, and she doesn't have what this guy wants. So she's like, all the shit she's done is to try to work with this guy. But then they catch wind. They see Bond hiding behind a pillar. And so then everybody's shooting at everybody. And we get a whole fucking thing. And they drag her off. And we go into this old building. And they have all these, like, rafts. These weird raft things. But they're in Venice. And I'm sure this is part of the city of Venice, Italy. Yeah. Their way of, like, keeping water in buildings since it's a city built on water. 
Yeah, as it, water it, levels change, they need to be able to rise with them. So, so they, I guess like all buildings are tied to these giant. Yeah, I wasn't sure devices. there were giant tanks in the basement of these buildings. Yeah, and as they started shooting them out, like all of a sudden, water's like shooting up into the building. Well, see, that's what confused me. If they were floaters or if they were like freshwater tanks. Well, they weren't. They they looked to me like I thought they were like rafts, like flotation devices. See, I just don't see. I I thought about that too, but where would they get their fresh water from if there was like but solid pipes around? Well, like that, how would that work if they if the house is floated? How would piping work? Exactly that I don't know. I think uh, they were just fresh. Uh, they were freshwater uh, potable water tanks. May I don't know, but then as they were shooting him, the buildings were collapsing. So how are the like these flotations? Because it was literally flooding inside of these old buildings, and like, right it's like because when they the shot those, then water from the canals was rushing into the buildings. So something about these things was structurally sound. I don't know. Any of you guys know anything buildings. about the architecture at in, of in Venice, Venice, Italy, yeah. and how the houses Please are around? Please email us at the rewatch party at gmail dot com because I don't understand. But they're like. Chasing, fighting, gunfighting, shooting, and all these... I, I thought they looked like yellow rafts, like from the fucking River Wild. Uh, right, no, 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 no. But it's like giant water tanks, man. I was like, maybe they're like flotation, weight-bearing things. And as they shoot them, then there's nothing holding the weight of the building. Because as each one gets shot, all of a sudden, this water starts like... right geysering up and flooding up into the building. So it's like something about that was keeping stasis. And once that's shot, then all of it just shit show. Absolute shit show. Um, so I just think the pressure from water being in these buildings and filling up uh, collapsed the walls I mean, and be, then made the whole thing collapse down if itself. Built, if you're built to be on top of water in the first place, then the slightest change could really fuck it all up i'm sure i don't know but as they blow up because they hit one immediately as they walk in see i think what you don't take into account that there was a secret government cabal that planted uh c4 in that building uh, that uh they set it off like but we were supposed to think that they were these like floating like water tank things yeah, I don't know. Brandon, you have any ideas on what these floating water tank things were Matter of fact, in I think, Venice? I think they filmed this mm. on September 11th. So, like, Oh, shit! I, I'm not going <laughs> to try to say anything other than it just it seems suspicious to me. I don't know. I'm not sure. How did the house I collapse? I don't know. Because, like, like, if you, they, get if you take... the, they get into this building and they shoot out this <laughs> thing that I, I just thought looked like a fucking flotation raft, life preserver thing. But then... Nothing was wrong before that, but as soon as that got popped, all of a sudden, all this water's rushing in. I mean, it, it could have been something to help the, the, whole the building, building stay afloat or something. And which, then the whole building starts sinking. Yeah, but how does plumbing yeah. work if that's the case? I have no idea. Like, Venice is fucking weird, But they don't man. have any plumbing. At no point does he put a man's head through a sink or drown him in a sink. That mm. was on solid land. Maybe Venice just doesn't have plumbing. I mean, you're on water. You just throw it out the window, uh, and the tide will take it out. Yeah, but then how do you drink water or bathe? Well, it's just you got to go down to the bottom floor. Die, just dive out your bathroom window <laughs> yeah. down into the canals, man. I don't know. Hopefully somebody <laughs> writes in, but yeah. So how does Venice work? <laughs> how in the fuck <laughs> does this work? So uh, Vesper gets locked into this like old school 
elevator uh, caged thing. elevator. All right, the with whole built with a lock in it. Yes, on, it. on the inside. Yeah, on the yeah. inside. Uh, but the whole building's collapsing because this fucking yellow raft got deflated. They popped the the balloons. Yeah, government like, cabal. Everything's coming down. Uh, the guy. I mean, fighting, shooting, killing, all this shit. But the guy with suitcase with the money, the suit, the the fucking thing we want. Uh, he drops it and goes down into the water. It's gone. Uh, a few more rafts taken out. I think three, maybe four total. So the, then the building is just like imploding. And then it's like controlled demolition at this point. Yeah, because it may uh, have been government. Comp- and then the elevator that Eva Green is inside just crashes into the water. So finally, James Bond, like as he kills for all these people, gets to the main dude who has the eye patch behind his glasses and shoots him with a nail gun. You know, it's the only thing handy, and he grabs it. And, but nail guns don't exert like don't that much force. work like that. Well, no, they don't work like that. They have a little trigger mm-hmm. up at the nozzle that you have to push it's against gotta. something to shoot. You can't just free aim it and fire. Now, well, it wouldn't be impossible to somehow tie that back, manipulate it somehow right, to bypass it. you're not it. picking that up last minute in a panic mid-fight. Yeah. Now, remember, this is Italy in Venice where they have floating houses, so... Uh, Maybe they don't, they don't have they don't that have safety a, guard on their nail OSHA, guns. OSHA, you know? <laughs> That's true. They don't have OSHA. <laughs> but nail guns, I know, wouldn't work that way. But it, luckily, it works for James Bond because he puts a giant fucking nine-inch nail. Not a nine-inch nail. But puts it through this dude's head. Uh, it makes me think of the end of arachnophobia. Did you ever see arachnophobia? Been a very, it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, they go through, they have to kill all these billions and billions of spiders, but there's the one, the one fucking queen that came from South America somehow, mm-hmm. and it's attacking uh, Jeff Daniels, Mr. Oh. Dumb and Dumber, <laughs> and he's in the basement of his house, and it like shrieks because spiders make noise and shriek. And leaps off a wall, and it's like flying across the room at him again because they're vindictive and attack like that. And he pulls a nail gun up and shoots it. And the final shot of the movie is like nailed through the spider into yeah. the thing. That's right. So uh, essentially, James Bond takes out this iPad that we've never met. We don't know a single thing about this guy. We saw him on the fucking shore at one point when they were lovingly boating earlier. And now he killed Vesper and Bond shoots him with an elegant. We don't know this guy's name. We don't know who he works. We don't know anything about this motherfucker. But he gets arachnophobia in the head and taken out. So then he's like trying to get into the elevator and she has it locked. And she like even purposefully like takes the key. And she's like, no, I'm killing myself right now. I betrayed you and I like. Yeah. She, like, stopped wearing the necklace that that's like, right. Bond was all like, oh, you were oh, wearing that because some, someone gave you. that to yeah. you. And she's like, oh, it's just a reminder of yeah. uh, motherfuckers out there. Oh, these people, uh, this dude I used to bang. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, she's, like, full on, like, no, I am doing this. I am killing myself. How dare you try to stop me from killing myself? This is me right now. Uh, like, intentionally locks herself in and sinks under. So he dives down, and he does eventually get it open and gets into the elevator. That's dude, ugh, the way that they portray her drowning is so fucking gnarly because it's like violent. She lets, she lets go and like backs up against the elevator, and, and you can see you can see her like taking breathing. those two big breaths, like breathing in. Yeah. 
And then just and like then just, struggling. And then yeah. suddenly she's floating. Just, yeah. yeah. You see it. And All I was like, lamp. I don't know how they filmed that because she's obviously like <gasps> heavily breathing in and then suddenly floating. And it, I don't think there was even a cut there. I don't. I don't recall like, a like cut I there. think it yeah. was like a solid shot. I think right, she really, really like, drowned. Ava Green really died. <laughs> yeah, and well, then, and they, then just, they took her to the car, and then they just went out to the car and defibrillated her back to life. Get all that water out of her lungs. Well, they got to dry her first. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they had a drying team. Mystery solved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it was awesome. Uh, well done for the movie. Yeah. That they he did eventually that. kicks the door open and able to and get he, her out. He gets in and he's like, he gets her back up. Enough in the building out of the water that's rising up, and is like trying to CPR mouth to mouth. He's and, able to. Oh no, it's on the, ha, ha, the, the ha, roof. Ha, at that, he's on the roof alive. at that point, on the roof, and there's still water like boiling up. Like the whole building is sunk. This guy is able to get poisoned, um, get a cardiac arrest, and then come back to life, but he can't fucking Cause save it, this one chick from they didn't swallowing have a car, water. They didn't have a car defibrillator, mm. and those defibrillators. They'll bring you back to life no matter what the problem is. But do you mean this fucking brilliant spy that's like an expert poker player? But he's not at this doesn't, point. Doesn't know simple CPR? He's a dude that runs through drywall and has to be bailed out of poker games is what he is. <laughs> he, he won. He did win eventually, but he lost the girl. So, it turns out she dies, right? She did. And we see Mr. White. Not even the guy with the eye patch that we're worried about because he got taken out the nail gun. But Mr. White, from the very beginning of the movie again, the one that killed fucking Lashif during the nut-busting scene, walks away with the briefcase that we thought we lost in the water. Yep. This motherfucker is tied in deep. MI6 doesn't even know what this motherfucker's doing. Holy shit. So then uh, he's talking to M, and it turns out that uh, Vesper was just doing all this because they had her boyfriend and she wanted to save her boyfriend. And and uh, and that was her whole thing. And now we'll never know we'll never know who was behind this. No. Then you've learnt your lesson. Get back as soon as you can. We need you. Will do. Oh yeah, he says like the bitch is If you do need time. Done. Why should I need more time? Why should I need more Job's time? Job's done. The bitch is dead. Ding the dong. Jobs on. Ding dong. The bitch is dead. The wicked bitch. The wicked bitch. Ding dong. The wicked bitch. Is yeah, but dead. then like he's 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 pissed off too because he started saying he, shit like uh uh here like this. You're not going to let me in there, are you? You've got your armor back on. Gotcha. How's that? I have no armor left. I'm yours. You've stripped it from me. You've stripped it from me. Whatever is left of me. It's Whatever is left of me. Whatever I am. Even if I'm it's just yours. even if it's just a little finger. And that, you know, <laughs> that person that lets you give up the armor, you're calling her a bitch? Well, she fucked you over and stole 120 million dollars. She she killed herself for you. She did. And like it was sort of all because all she wanted to save her boyfriend, but then there was something like, she must have cared about you because you would have died too. The reason that when you were getting fucking nut busted with a rope, when that guy came in shooting people, you didn't get shot was because she bargained for you to stay alive. Yeah. 
And he's like, well. A little bit of thank you would be in yeah. order, but. Well, yeah. she's dead now, so I guess can't think anybody just going back to work now. So now they're like, we'll never know who was behind this, except he still has her phone. Yeah. That has Mr. White's phone number in it, who she was in contact with. So, I love that we get Mr. White, right? Gets out of his car. His phone rings. Wait, wait, who is this? Boom, shot right in the fucking leg. Phone's ringing, dude. Exactly. Shot in the fucking leg. We get, the name's Bond. James Bond. And then... So, yeah, we end with him finally catching up to Mr. White, and we get the old-school Bond theme, the end, and we end just Bond on top, Ruling. Sure, not 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 in this one, but yeah. That's whatever. Take it easy. Used to say, live and let live. You know you did. You know you did. You know you did. That's right. Anyway, so that's the end. That's the end of Casino Royale. Murphy. You could have watched it in the amount of time that we talked about it. Hey, man. You, you were pulling out all the stops today, Lewis. Hey, you were dragging this along, man. I wonder if you were to play this right next to it, it what <laughs> which scenes would match up. We're running None. a little longer than the Still? movie right now. God damn it! Yeah, the movie is like two hours and ten minutes, twenty minutes, two twenty four, two yeah. hours twenty four. We're at about two and a half hours. Yeah, we got a we got maybe a little more. The shit out. Well, you're the one that right. You're the one that sets the pace. No, I'm not, buddy. Yeah, you not do. When, not you when do. you're yeah, doing you the do. shit you've been doing. Now, low, this is a Los Heavy episode. What? Yeah. No, man. I yeah. said that thing about fucking uh, the, what was it, the the young the the young boys? And you guys, like, get the long pause? You're all like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was yeah, like, see? And we're still drawing it out. I, we're, I we're thought the, we were past we're it. We're at the end of the movie, but no. See? That's it. Los drawing it out here. Mm. Uh, everything's Los's fault. All right, so we're going to talk about uh, this or what? Yeah. Come on, Los. Go around the proverbial, proverbial horn. Human horn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, going around. Um, It's an exciting movie. Some fun in it. Um, some fun? Yeah, there's some fun in it, but there's other, this corny aspect of this, like, this guy of James mm. Bond, and we get it. I get it that it's like a younger James Bond, and you know mm. he all starts somewhere. Um, just maybe they should go into making like a James Bond before this James Bond, like how perfect this guy is or whatever. Uh, how exciting! Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself, or I'm getting on a tr- on a track here. The parkouring was cool. Um, everything else was a okay. Uh, it's way too long. And it does not get a good score from me. It doesn't wow. get a rewatch. All right. But it's a good movie. Just and the parkour get... scene. Just YouTube the parkour scene. Parkour scene's <laughs> worth watching the movie for. And good thing it Just happened YouTube early that. on. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, this was my first Bond movie ever. No. Watching. I had never seen any no other Bond shit. movie. Yeah. I played the video game. No. But well, never. Of you had to. You I had mean, to. Come on. Goldeneye on 64. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. 
fucking big head mode playing. Like I remember specifically anybody pick short round cheating, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I really enjoyed it. This kept my attention. I mean, it was, I mean, probably 80% of the movie took place at the poker table, but I mean, from the title casino Royale, it's kind of, kind of implied. Um, I know that there's a lot of shit out there that kind of debunks the poker game itself. Like, oh, n- nobody in their right mind would call on that or some, you know, bullshit. And so I got to take away a, a few points for that just because, I mean, if you're going to do that, make it authentic, right? True, right, true. Um, and the length, yeah, it's almost two and a half fucking hours, man. Like, I, I think I watched this in two parts. I think mm. it was just incredibly long, That's what she said. Um, however, it's not enough to make me not want to watch it. All right. It was so good. Rewatch. Yeah. So it's not a perfect, it's far from a perfect score, but it's, it's up there. I would, I would definitely All watch right. it again. Uh, my only beef is, I guess, gosh, five or six times seeing this now. Not a, not a, not a whole lot. Not definitely not near as much as a lot of the other <laughs> movies in the rewatch, but, uh, that, that fake out epilogue that they do mm. where yeah. they want you to think everything's perfect and we're all done with it. Well, I paused it at that point and I was like, oh shit, there's still, still 20 half minutes, yeah. 20, 30 minutes. I was like, alright, something, like, something's up. Okay, so I get what you're doing there. Mm-hmm. I know what they're going for, but we can trim that down. Like, <laughs> they could have cut a lot of fat out and I, get, I know that they were wanting to set you up and make you feel a certain way and you didn't even know that there was a Yet still another action scene to come yeah. and all that. Uh, so they could have worked with that a little bit better. But, uh, yeah, like, I had casually watched some of the other Bond movies. And I don't like how Bond was always campy. And it was like the super villains were like fucking Jaws, the dude with the metal teeth, and all the stupid shit that they would do with Bond that they parodied in Austin Powers. But this one's like, no, let's put it in the world of reality. Like, let's make this shit realistic. It's like what uh, Batman Begins did with the Batman movies. Like, okay, instead of making a comic book, let's make it dark and real and see how that works. Uh, so it only continues from here. And I don't, I don't know if the rest of these are super long. Maybe. Probably, Probably so. But, uh, yeah, I love it. I mean, they, they they could cut some fat out, but, you know, fat's where you get the flavor. <laughs> fair, fair. I rubbed my nipples when I said that. <laughs> I, w- I could have just said nothing, but I had to let the listeners know. Um, yeah, absolutely would rewatch. Uh, I actually did rewatch with, like, the commentary and the special shit, hoping I'd get some insight for the episode. But there's not really any dirt. So don't bother doing that. <laughs> Because it's a two and a half hour fucking movie. So when we film this scene. Yeah, right. Don't worry about it. Uh, so that's it. That's it. Two out of three rewatches. All right. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at rewatch underscore the or email us. Let us know what you think about this one. Because this bond is way different than any other bond. How do you like about bond? How do you like your bond? Why do you bond to bond to bond to bond? Let us know. Email us. The rewatch party at gmail.com. Join us next week when we deliver a baby with Clive Owen. Also, Julianne Moore's farting around somewhere. Uh, we got the children of men. We got Michael Caine in there, too. Oh, we do got Michael Caine smoking pot and pulling his own finger. <laughs> children of men. 
Until then, I'm Nick with Los and Brandon, and thanks for rewatching. really remember when I last had any hope, and I certainly can't remember when anyone else did either. Because really, since women stopped being able to have babies, what's left to hope for? The world was stunned today by the death of Diego Ricardo, the youngest person on the planet. The youngest person on Earth was 18 years, 4 months, 20 days, 16 hours and 8 minutes old. The ultimate mystery, why are women infertile? Some say it's genetic experiments, pollution. Why do you think we can't make babies anymore? Doesn't matter. It's all over in 50 years. It's too late. Move along! Move along! Hello, Theo. How have you been? I'm sorry about the theatrics. Police have been a pain lately. I haven't seen you for nearly 20 years. I need your help. Not for me, a girl. I need to get her to the coast, past security checkpoints. It's hard for me to look at you. He had your eyes. So why did you come to me? I trust you. Show him. You know what's at stake. We have to meet the boat. What is this boat? The Human Project have sent a boat. The Human Project? It's the greatest minds in the world working for a new society. Your baby is the miracle the whole world has been waiting for. We will find a way to get you to the Human Project, I promise you. We're almost there, Keith. We're almost there.